concert, I just walked up and kicked that lead singer off and took over. I, f- <laughs> I fixed it, Cyber Wolf. And that's I how did. we became not Doug. Yeah. Can you repeat that story again? Because I forgot to turn on your guys' audio because I'm a, I'm a tired boy. <laughs> so I I may have screwed up again, guys. <laughs> Tip, just typical, typical you know, bone daddy. That's that's fine. That's fine. Uh, <sighs> we could just roll this one into the intro. <laughs> yes, go for it. All right. So, hello everyone. I'm PB. I'm GMing today, and also this is my game. I made band battles. I don't remember why. I just decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool? And here we are. So uh, this game is very improv heavy. There is rolling dice just to decide what happens in certain situations. And uh, aside from that, it's just a whole lot of fun. We've played this game before only once with this group. They play tested it, and now they're doing it for me again for charity. For the kids. Yeah. So band battles is basically a game in which uh, you are a band that has worked its way to the top and is trying to become the best damn band in the world. So you are in the final five, top five situation. You are there. This is going to be the deciding night of who becomes crowned as the best band in the world because you are not going to be satisfied with anything but number one. So because you're not going to be satisfied with anything but number one, you are going to do your damnness to get there. Whether you have to do some nefarious things to do so, or you stay straight-laced until you get to the top. You cannot expect other bands to be straight-laced, though, so you have to fight off other bands. Um, you know, not, not literally, but maybe theoretically. Um, and you have to work together to become the absolute best. There are opportunities to perform here. You know, not like literally perform. You don't have to sing a song or anything. But there are opportunities where you will will, uh, become... You can like have duel-offs in the middle of the the band lot. You can have solos and duets on the main stage. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And since we are... uh, We had such a blast the first time. We are bringing the band back together. We are 10 years in the future from our first playtest which is not anywhere for you to watch because no one recorded it. RIP that session. And uh, who would have known it was going to be so much fun? I was expecting a total and absolute train wreck, and it turned out to be way the opposite of that. So This is like four hours of straight laughter. It was a train wreck. Let's not lie. (laughs) (laughs) So we are 10 years in the future, 10 years in the past. We saw Doug win the world championship with bone daddy our bassist reginald von dog waffler as our lead vocalist and t gray as our guitarist now 10 years in the future we are here now let me move my mic a little closer to myself and then we will get to the beginning of this game so everyone has already rolled their characters we already have all their stats up um and they will tell you a little bit more about that as we as we enter the game. So we enter the scene with you guys on a van, just, you know, bumpily making your way to this arena, which is gonna be in this huge new stadium they built, especially for this. They started five years ago, it's finally done. It was ready for the 10 year anniversary. It's an indoor stadium. Think of the biggest indoor stadium you've ever seen and then multiply that by two. 
it, <laughs> are like just so much there are speakers all over the place this is the most expensive thing ever really and a place they've ever made um, but it's going to be absolutely packed you can already hear the rumblings of the crowd at, outside and you're about a mile off so you know when you get there it's going to be insane honestly you don't know if the rumbling in the van is either you uh going over a bunch of potholes or just the rumbling of the crowd just reverberating onto the car the closer you get and you're sitting there looking out and intermixed with seeing the camera come into view and looking at you guys through the van or into the van we're also hearing a documentary news series um overlaying it and we hear janet with channel 4 news you're like uh, we are entering the new world championship band competition it's 10 year anniversary bob bob <clears throat> yes this is a very very huge event probably the biggest the world has ever seen and to decide the best band ever so what bands do we have today well we have several bands but really i think what everyone wants to hear about is doug <laughs> doug the notorious band from 10 years ago who won the first annual world competition with their amazing rendition of the circle of life into totos africa uh, for you guys, that's not what their game is called, but that's what it sounded like. Um, as With their jazz fusion band, they were at the peak of their careers. But that wasn't where it ended. You would think that's what they would be the most famous for, but really, it's what happened afterwards. Well, let's see what's actually happened with Doug. And it goes to, uh, it goes, it zooms in on you, Bone Daddy on in the van and then we go in to see a clips of you after not doug so what's happened to you since right. that since you were on the stage giving away your uh, cultist talk okay so i would like to say that when the camera zooms in on me i'm probably like eating a piece of fruit and right as i'm about to bite into it we hit another bump and it just kind of falls out of my hand uh, and I'm not able to actually, like, bite onto it at all. Uh, what has happened since uh, since I was in the band is that I, I got... I ended up getting a large cult following. Uh, but, like, more on the cultish side than the actual, like, ah, oh, we're just really big fans. Like, I had a small cult for a while. Uh, there, was, uh, there was definitely a deposition against me made uh, in, in just, like taking people's money and then not really delivering on it because I would just kind of give the same canned responses of just like, everything happens for a reason, man. You just got to believe that the great wheel will circle itself out. Uh, and that was good enough for a lot of people, but there was like one or two people that saw through, uh, saw through my bullshit. Actually, I'm going to say uh, contrary to what I had said before the stream started, which is, the reason why my groupie left me, she was an undercover FBI agent <laughs> that was there to bust me for my cult activity. So the one person I got close to ended up betraying me the most, but such is life, I would suppose. Uh, so then as a result, uh, I ended up having to give all of the money back that I had taken. 
as well as pay some settlements, which resulted in me losing out on all of the money and royalties that I had made from the Not Doug competition. <laughs> uh that we that we had won uh 10 years ago and for the last seven years i have just been working at a used car dealership really really trying to make ends meet and not doing a whole not doing a a very great job i i realistically have just had enough money to pay for my corpse paint and a bunch of ramen and like (laughs) that's it because like corpse paint that's the key and and really (laughs) uh it's it's not been great and it's it's only been up until uh reggie said that we were getting the band back together that i was like okay that's what's happening that's like we can make this work the wheel's gonna sort itself out it just keeps turning just keeps turning we can make this happen and so i am I am still, like, going to kind of, like, try and subversely convince people to join in a cult once again. <laughs> but, but I'm going to make it seem more legitimate this time around, like a non-profit or something. <laughs> and uh, do you still look the same? Have you changed your look at all since? Uh, I would say that, uh, whereas before I had the, I had the top hat and, like, the really long coat, uh... I'm going to say that it looks the same, but, like, more of, like, the hoboized version where, like, the hat is, like, slightly crooked. It doesn't sit as well. Uh, The jacket that I had on where it was, like, a nice finished black before definitely has a a lot of grays. And you can see that there are holes where moths have kind of, like, eaten through it, which really just adds to my aesthetic of wearing corpse mask. Uh, (laughs) Where, like, I look much more dead. I I look as dead outside as I do on the inside now. (laughs) (laughs) is <laughs> how I would describe it. <clears throat> and so we see you, and we come back out, and we see you, like, picking up after stuff. I'm like, oh, oh, man. Oh, not again. Oh, man, we're not going to get the return on this rental car. With my luck, the apple probably, like, fell out of my hand, hit the ground, and sometimes on, like, really old, rusted-out cars, there's just, like, that hole to the outside world like apple probably fell into that and just out out of the oh, car <laughs> just what do you do so keep keep on rolling man keep just on rolling keep going <laughs> keep it rolling <laughs> and we come out of that and we hear and janet come back and say well it's been an interesting story for bone daddy who We've seen a lot of, and it's just a smattering of paparazzi photos of you working as a used salesman. As a used salesman, after his tryst into, uh, what was that religion again called? And Bob's like, you know, maybe that's better left in the past. (laughs) And we move on. Well, next, we have a lot of people's favorites. We have Reginald von dog waffler who we saw have an a very interesting exit even at the top of their career when they won the first world championship yes and even from there we've had um reginald has had a very interesting life since then and then it it the camera shifts on to you barry or reginald and then we see a, it zooms in on you and then we fade into a supercut of what's been happening with your life so what has happened with Reginald Von Dog Waffler. So I'm pretty sad. Like, I think it was in The Simpsons when they had the B sharps or something where Barney had the 
addiction to Fabergé eggs. Oh, yeah. That's Reginald. <laughs> and um, he's been recorded a lot just screaming at animals, demanding better water and more respect. And he's just gone nuts. Because <laughs> everyone's kind of just left him and he's just... Well, they, they didn't leave him. He left them because they weren't showing him as much respect as he thought he demanded. And then pretty soon the next favourite band to win this one would have said something about, like, Doug wouldn't have stood a chance. And it was, like, the last time he wanted to hear the band called Doug because they're not Doug. It's not their name. And that's what's drived him to get the band back together to show everyone that he is better than everyone else. No matter what the cats and dogs say in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) And they see the super cuts of just like, like not even like paparazzi cameras or anything like that, but like an unsteady mobile like video of you just like, not no audio just you yelling down at some pigeons down in downtown like where is my you know and you just see where's my word you you call that the whole preparing what how is this lighting what is just dropping and stalking off dropping whatever out of tune this is fucked And we see photos of you in different places just really just yelling at everyone and just being escorted out by security in places. And then Bob cuts it in like, well, yes, Reginald has had a very interesting life. Now has he? Let's see if his temper has simmered down any more since that. I also like to picture ugly drunk crying over Mr. Whiskers. Oh yeah, there there was a- uh, Ugly drunk crying. (laughs) There are a couple of photos there of you yelling at a at a pigeon and then the next snapshot of you just like breaking down, falling down on that building and just taking out your brown paper back and just drinking out of it, just sobbing. And has Reginald's look changed anything at all as we zoom back in on you in the van? Um, let's see. I'm also trying to remember what he looked like beforehand. <laughs> You were very, uh, like, Brit glam rock is what you look like. Oh, that's right. Um, I was, like, the full bushy hair, like, fancy outfit. Um, You were wearing wearing platform boots to give you that additional height. Oh, yeah, the extra bit of height. Now, um, I look like the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kaidas, is that how you pronounce his last name? Um, does in Dark Necessity. So shirtless, the weird hat. Oh, well, just, just a normal hat painted kind of with like fluorescent paint on it and like the weird goggles, the dirty mo, a uh, couple of tattoos, like Mr. Whiskers and the love heart on his chest. Um, R.I.P. Whiskers. And probably just every name Doug's had just somewhere tattooed on his body from school is just a system brought in by the man or the final one of Tim, you're fired. You're not getting any of the money because we never signed an actual contract when not Doug wins this tournament. Um, and he's just here to win. So we just see your, your game face on as we zoom out from you in the band. 
and we hear Janet come back and say, yes, Reginald didn't have a very interesting path. Uh, miraculous that he's made it all the way back here. It's a real RDJ, a Robert Downey Jr. type of change <laughs> in the last 10 years. And Bob's like, yeah, that sounds, you know, that's actually a really apt description. Let's see if this time he stays on stage after they win. <laughs> so who do we have next? Oh, yeah, the social media uh, starlight himself. Um, we see the cameras zoom in on you, Tigre. Yes, he very accomplished before and even after uh, Doug. Let's see what he's been up to. And we zoom in on you, Tigre, and we see what have you been doing since <laughs> Doug's one. <laughs> As it zooms in, he's got the biggest cell phone you could possibly have. And it's this thumbs that, just... <laughs> that new Samsung, like, tablet foldable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's, he's just typing away. Um, <laughs> after uh, after uh, Eagle Wings of Fire and Tim, you're fired. And, um, you know, Doug um, <laughs> kind of... <laughs> the band broke up. Uh, Tigre was not really affected much at all he went on to play with like world-renowned orchestras and and whatnot because <laughs> he was always like the real musician of the group um but after uh after a short stint traveling the world doing that he started to create he just kind of snapped with him technology that's where things are going that's how the future is going to be so uh he, he completely became a producer for EDM music and it was, you know, all, all electronica type stuff. Um, and uh, I guess um, the way that, that Reginald and Bone Daddy got Tigre to be back in the band was by planting subliminal suggestions and whatnot, playing on poor, <laughs> on poor Brett's. Uh, poor Brett's superstition. So, like, everywhere he went for, like, a week, these things kept happening where where they, where they he would see Doug, you know, or something about, like I said, Eagle Wings of Fire or about the, the uh, school is just a system uh, type stuff. All the band names and stuff started coming up, and then they arranged to have a, just a run-in suddenly. <laughs> so Reginald like came around the corner and like literally walked into Tigre and they're both like little people <laughs> and, and they bumped into each other and, and Tigre was like, I can't not join the band. You know, like, like his OCD and everything just came crashing back in. He knows it's a horrible idea. It is the worst thing that he could possibly do, but he can't not come back so he's in and i like to think that tigre is so forgettable that reginald still isn't sure you were a member (laughs) (laughs) it's bone daddy saying he is i'm like are you sure this are you sure this guy was in us because i don't remember him look if he wasn't in the band we've been putting out commercials on public access to the wrong guy i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll just go with it but i'm sure this other pianist i saw playing is the guy <laughs> and uh we see snapshots of you and really it, it almost looks like more like a portfolio for you tigre 
you standing there in tuxes at orchestras and just um, being the solo pianist for concertos and stuff like that, guest pianist all over the world, uh, world renowned. It's almost like you struck out. You've tried to make the world forget you were part of Doug and that you were a Doug world champion, despite the rest of the world thinking, like, being like, oh, you know, your social media just like slammed with, when is Doug getting back together? Why aren't you and Doug anymore? What happened to Reginald? Why isn't he on social media anymore? Um, hey, can you give me Bone Daddy's number? He owes me a little bit of money. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, and he he never was he never was the type like he always had to wear goofy hats or something just to kind of feel like part of the band because the other guys were so much larger than life. So Oh man. And so we zoom out from you uh sitting there like ready, maybe fiddling with stuff, maybe fiddling fiddling with your pocket watch, opening and closing it just a couple of hundreds of times to try and uh, get your morning ritual out of the way. And then uh, it pops out and we hear Bob come in. Oh, yes. Um, Tigray has been very, very successful after Doug. In fact, according to this report, I think he's made more money outside of Doug than he has in Doug. Odd that he would come back. He even had an entire solo tour planned for this year, in fact, to go all over the world um as the top pianist but well as bone daddy would say you just have to go with the wheel isn't that right janet that's right bob <laughs> and then that is the doug we all grew up grew to know and love and listen to on the radio with their jazz fusiony goodness but they're coming back with with a twist this time they're coming back with a fourth member and the camera pans over to you um, Mr. Snow, and it zooms in on you. And I, not much is known about Mr. Snow, but this is what we were able to scrounge up. And so it zooms in on you. And who is Mr. Snow, RJ? And how did you meet these guys? So it zooms in on a picture of Mr. Snow in like a hoodie, jeans, and like some beat up sneakers. Yeah, to check something real quick. Mother. Ah. Yeah. And he, he's just like staring. Ah. I will take hey, this time one. to explain to everybody what we're doing here for Extra Life. So, uh, Extra Life is a charity that uh, that I got started on doing about four years ago now. And during that time, we've helped raise a bunch of money to help sick kids every year people raise thousands and thousands of dollars to help sick kids and so that is what we are doing here at extra life one of the things that we're doing on this channel specifically is that i understand we are understanding of uh of our friends and and viewers who may be in financial hard times but also want to help support the kids so what we are doing is that if you follow the channel it'll appear in a tracker that i have and then we will donate money equal to the number of people that end up following the channel during this time. So if you want to help out, but you don't have the finances to do so, let us take on that burden for you. That is my spiel. Uh, and we also do hourly giveaways for Steam keys for people who are active in chat. Just a good time. So that was my spiel. Back to, back to the actual game. Where was I? Uh, yeah. It probably takes like a bunch of 
paparazzi flash photos of Reginald walking up the stairs of the subway, turns, sees like this guy just like pecking at the keyboard. <laughs> He's like, you, you, play with us now, stink eye. And He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> See, this guy was in our. This guy was the guy which was with us ten years ago. I'm quite certain of it. I honestly do not know any of no, you. No, 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 no. You were with us ten years ago. <laughs> Listen, all I know is that's Bone Daddy because my brother was in a his cult. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like the guy which was with us. I swear. He literally like mortgaged his house trying to pay for all of this bullshit. Well, if it helps, he wasn't the only one who went bankrupt, brother. <laughs> his voice is amazing. <laughs> and and the fact that the fact that T Gray's voice was nothing like that. <laughs> it's the best part. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What a good game. <laughs> that forgettable. <laughs> and uh, it's like, and it's just like this shitty footage of the entire interaction between you and the rest of the band, Mr. Snow, of you like there at like the subway, just like plucking away at your piano. Reginald just coming up to you, a fan being like, oh my God, it's them. And just like starting a picture <laughs> and just to like, caught the entire thing. You can't even hear what's happening and it's just like because there's just like a train that just went by so it's just like and just reginald just being like and you'd be like and both that'd be like i'm pretty sure bone daddy pointed out that tigre used to play a guitar not a piano like, <laughs> let's just Fine, we'll just take both of them and we'll just deal with it. <laughs> so I was I was more thinking we we end up getting the both of them and have them stand next to each other and it's Bone Daddy and Reggie just <laughs> like have to like have a little aside conversation, like which one was it? Like I honestly don't remember. That one that one has a keytar. I'm pretty certain it was this guy over here. His voice sounds familiar. <laughs> It, Mr. Snow, you're like a normal size normal person, height. right? Yeah, I'm I'm like a teeny person, like like Reginald. <laughs> it's both of us just I honestly can't tell the difference. What special skills do you have? Uh, <laughs> I swear well, one of them was good at something. I remember one of them was clumsy. Because <laughs> that was not me. I am not clumsy. I am a hundred percent perfect with everything I do. So. <laughs> And and I actually uh, Tigre has actually drawn up like a Wikipedia page on his phone <laughs> of the band, and he's like, "It was you, Bone Daddy." How's <laughs> what you were accident prone? <laughs> I am accident prone. Well, we'll just we'll just take both of them. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, they can split the third of a share between them because they're both. <laughs> The keyboard so we'll just a third each and they can split a third between each other checks out <laughs> hey maybe hey maybe they will join your coat and you'll get their third no no it's not a, it's not a cult it's a way of life man it's it's it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's we're yeah, a non-profit now, man. We're a non-profit. Look, we're a non-profit. But it's... if you ever write dog down on that form again. <laughs> no, look, I, I've gone through the legal name change process. My name is Bone Daddy now. There's we no start reason. getting called Bone Daddy. I'm not... <laughs> we are clearly the scrawny, wide-eyed penguins, okay? <laughs> Whatever works, boss. <laughs> Pretty what I penguins because I don't even know the the name of the band which said we weren't good, but fuck them. <laughs> you mean like all the bands? They always say you guys aren't that good. Oh, <sighs> well, you know what? He's definitely our third member. That's exactly <laughs> what he would have said. <laughs> Look, we're just looking. Like, he never I'm, believed in us. I think it's important if we have somebody who can internally critique our music before we push it live. I think that'll be Are important. you related to Tim? Who? <laughs> Tim. Don't worry he about never it. Never finds a good water. We need a manager. We Christy, Katie, Sarah, Sarah, I don't know her name. She <laughs> left me because the cats just aren't good enough. <laughs> we zoom out of of the scene. And we hear Jen and Bob, it's like, well, that's what we have today. But there is one more thing, actually, now that I think about it. Weren't Doug in a huge lawsuit battle a few years back? Yes, they, there was a problem. And we go to a scene of video in, outside of a courthouse with Reginald just, like, being held back by Bone Daddy as we see Tim enter uh leave the <laughs> courthouse in like a very nice suit like very happy for himself and it's like yes there was a there was a lawsuit battle turns out that not doug fired tim right before they won a lot of money and it turns out that's not extremely legal and so tim was able to win the lawsuit of not only getting paid his due but also reparations for his grief and suffering for the three years where he did not receive that money and was blacklisted <laughs> from the from the manager society for bands. As as a player grief and suffering. <laughs> as a player, he probably could have totally slapped on defamation because we made our band name <laughs> Fuck You Tim. We're not paying you any money. <laughs> I'll show you grief and suffering. What about the pathetic second rate water I kept getting, Tim? Just let it go, man. Just let it go. We can get you better water. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Janet and Bob are like, yes, it has been a rocky a rocky roller coaster for Doug since their inception to their to the end. But here we are with the reunion and we'll see how they do now. And we're the as the scene ends on TV. And then we zoom in to who's driving your shitty ass car that keeps like, you know, doing that jerky thing of like, this is definitely going to break down any second now. We zoom in on this guy sitting there very like small like he's not a small person he just makes himself sell smaller than normal and uh he's just driving along uh you've pretty you're pretty sure you've missed your exit about two or three times if it weren't for uh your gps just yelling like um you have missed the exit turn around at 100 feet <laughs> turn around in 300 feet this it's is my it's T. Gray's phone. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and it's just like if it weren't for that um you know times are hard you have to you've had to play a lot you were given a shoe in for you qualified for the competition but you still had to work up past 20 and that's a lot of money for you guys when one of you was a salesman barely getting by uh, one of you who pretty much drank your your winnings away someone you found next to the train and t Greg, you're really like keeping it low-key like you're keeping yourself comfortable but you're in like i don't i don't really want to invest on this well just like uh i'm just gonna we'll see how it happens i'll pay the manager but like you know just we don't need the best right i mean we fired the last one immediately so i'm sure you don't need them we'll win it's fine <laughs> and so you just got the manager really at the bottom of the list with the cheapest cost and um billy here is not the best or the brightest but you know you try and keep him in line you try and keep him in line and you really likes him tigre and bone daddy because anytime reginald yelled at him he would uh he would do his the thing and uh he wouldn't really notice that he got insulted he really really wouldn't notice that reginald was calling him certain names or anything like that he was just like all right boss i got you and it's just like complete and total just like blinders like on the horse like just moved on didn't hear anything <laughs> Um, and would just like really smile and nod at Reginald as he was talking because you're not really 100% sure he understands the English language very well. Not that he knows any other language. You just don't think that <laughs> that's like just a language he really grasps all the way yet. <laughs> so he's driving. You've missed your exit about five times on this two mile drive from your hotel to the venue. Um, but you're finally getting there and he's like, all right, guys. What do you guys want for breakfast? You guys are at the entrance of of the venue, getting shooed in by like you're at the booth of security. <laughs> you're just sitting. It's like, all right, guys, what do you want for breakfast? Pancakes. I want four quail egg whites made into an omelet with fancy goat's cheese, like the mountain goats which climb up the mountain, nowhere near us, and a full peak. Just have some whole wheat toast and a green tea that, that that'd be fine pancakes sound good can i get pancakes okay. but like slices of banana on top like the more spheres you can fit onto this breakfast platter <laughs> the better i will feel about it and i want the pig cooked a cooked pig i don't want a raw pig i want it cooked all right okay okay i got that i got that all right and he turns to the security guard and he's like all right we'll have two pancakes um, one of them with bananas on it. I fill it up as much as possible. We'll have a whole pig, some goat cheese, and the security guards just like, um, sir, sir, can I just can you, can I get your pass here? I just there's a line forming in the back. Um and he like he look he he Billy stops for a second, he looks around, he's just like Wait a second, is this not is this not McDonald's? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> and Hey, they sell roast pig at McDonald's. They do when I order. <laughs> and he gives a, uh, he gives the, um, he's like, oh, oh, right, right, right. And he just like is looking around every single pocket possible on his like t-shirt and jeans. And it's just like looking all over for the past. And he's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. He's like, oh no, did I forget it? Did I leave it in the hotel? Oh no, not like this. And he's like, I'm still going to get fired. This is what happens to you every time, Billy. And he goes and then he looks under the seat and he's like, aha, here it is. And he passes it to the security guard. Security guard just like very cautiously takes it, just like 
there's some unknown substance on it from being on the bottom of the car and you just like it's a little bit of corpse paint on it yeah a little bit of corpse paint. it's just like okay you are good to go please go forward um and take a the second left then a right and you'll be at the lot you need to be at all right and you guys drive in absolutely take the wrong left and then right but you circle around it's like an airport eventually you'll get back to it and you stop and you are outside um being led into this huge backstage area um through the venue you go through a few corridors you enter one door exit another door and it's just crazy how huge this area is you keep going like you've been to a lot of venues tigre in your in your time as a juilliard pianist but you've never seen anything like this you've seen pictures on social media you all have and this doesn't even touch how large this place actually is on the inside until you finally enter a an area in which you are it's this huge open area and it's probably the size of a very large i don't know uh backstage lot um where all of you can fit in it they're soundproofing all over the walls so it's not an echoey mess mm -hmm. there is carpet on the ground allowing for the muffling of the sound so it's not just like whoa 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 cacophony of sound um which is hell expensive and you do not know who spent the money on this but somebody did mm. and then you're ushered back and it's like you hear the um the backstage hand being like all right okay uh who is this and he talks to billy and it's like um oh oh we are uh oh man Reggie, what was the name what was what, what were we called again Scrawny bubble way. tornadoes <laughs> changes it again <laughs> <laughs> We're bubble tornadoes. Uh, you should keep up with our name, Billy, or else I will sack you faster than I sacked him, and you won't get any money from us. So I'm pretty certain I didn't sign a contract with you. Reginald, you know that we're not legally allowed to mention to mention Tim to people. We're under an NDA about that whole thing, right? We, we, we can't. Can't bring up the uh, thing. I'm pretty certain that is Reginald. You're fired. So and so, ra ra ra, is under the NDA. Bubble tornado signed nothing. So, <laughs> and 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 as he said that, and and such, uh, you know, we zoom in on the phone of, of Tigre, and he's like updating the social media live, and he just stops, rolls his eyes starts erasing, you know, scrawny, wide-eyed penguins and starts typing bubble tornadoes. So Lily turns around, he's like, yep, sure thing, boss. And gives you like some finger guns and turns around and it's like, okay, we are uh, bubble tornadoes. And the band manager looks at the list, looks up at you, looks past Billy and sees Bone Daddy, which I think is the most iconic Yo. of all of you guys. <laughs> and it's like, um all right so not doug all right sure come on whoa, in whoa. You be in the back lot you're See, not even paying attention to that's you. exactly Walking. what you asked for man that's full circle better hold me seven. back man you better hold me back because i'm gonna no, i'm gonna just, smack him down i'm gonna smack him down but after the show after we win just it's like all right you guys will be in the back lot here just go straight uh down this hall and um, you guys start walking there and you see 
you're not as close to any of these bands as you were before, not really. Um, not as much as you were last time, because last time you started from the bottom and you got, went all the way to the top. This time you only came in at the top 20. But you guys uh, have enough history in the band world to have some emotional attachment or disattachment to some people. <laughs> so in area one, we have Toy Overdue, which are actually have been very nice to you and have provided, you know, shoot you into certain restaurants where you guys can eat the nicer ones that you definitely cannot afford and they've covered the bill for you guys. Um, and you see your buddy uh, Ren Beer just be like, give you a, a like, hey. And as you guys pass by as he's working on stuff, um, you see on your left another band of which um, they were like super popular. They were the popular band coming into this. They are definitely the shoe in for winning this. <laughs> They're definitely the shoe in to win this one. They've been uh, touring all over the pl place the past two years. This is pretty much the height of their career, this competition. And that is uh, Secular Esoteric, is that band? They're trying to steal my jam. <laughs> Don't worry, because I'm pretty certain our name just, just got changed to Esoteric Secular. Uh... <laughs> and then you guys keep on walking. You're rolling your, uh, your big bass in, and uh, you're getting your stuff ready, and Billy has like one of those trolleys that you see in Harry Potter that they go through platform and uh, the platform through just full of just boxes of equipment that you guys are going to need. Mostly things that can definitely most likely explode if you touch them a little bit too much or knock them off. And they're all very precariously placed on there. Um, and you know, you don't feel terribly safe. So you're just, you know, a little bit back from where Billy is. He's just very happily wheeling the way forward. Because you're not 100% sure he knows what's in there. As you keep on walking behind uh, Toy Overdue, you see, oh no, behind Secular Esoteric on your left, you see Lush Tension. Lush Tension, they're weird. You don't, you don't really, like you have Bone Daddy, you know, you're a, you're a jazz fusion band. You guys have seen weird. You've been all over the world and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they're weirder than that. You just you don't you don't really get a feel on them a lot, which I think freaks you out a little bit. It's like being in the in the matrix where it's just all white. You don't really know what's up, what's down, what's the side. You don't really have any depth perception. And when you when you start talking to them, you start feeling like you're in that sort of room and it feels very claustrophobic and yet like you're in the middle of the sea at the same time. You don't really know what their deal is, but you just don't want to like you try to avoid them as much as possible. They're weird. They talk to you weird, they use weird words, even weirder than Bone Daddy, and that's saying a lot. So, yeah, try to just avoid them as much as possible. And over to your right, um, connected to your lot, you see Volcanic Vessel. Volcanic Vessel, they are the guys who've been talking so much trash since before they started even competing that they are going to have the most iconic performance ever because what you know about this world competition is that it's sort of like American Idol in the way that uh, Kelly Clarkson was super popular and actually made a career out of winning and then everybody else has not been popular 
since winning. You were the height of your career. You were the most popular, even after you guys broke up immediately after losing. So it has, you know, the competition has been a little bit on the down and down. There's not been anybody big to come out of it since. But um, Volcanic Vessel has been claiming that they're going to be the, the next Doug who actually does something <laughs> once they win. Who actually and, dug something? Oh they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually going to be popular. And, I don't know who this Doug band is. And so they've been talking a lot of smack about all of you guys. You guys know that Bone Daddy, Marwa, 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 Brit, they have been talking a lot of smack. They, in fact, you know Marwa. You knew Marwa a little bit in, you know, the whisperings of when your cult was dying. You heard whispers of a new one that was popping up. Um, someone who didn't really teach about the circle, but they talked more about, they talked more about the, the like semi-sphere about how sometimes there's an end, sometimes there's a beginning, but at the end of the day, sometimes it's just A to B, sometimes it's roundabout. And Marwa had started a uh, counter cult to yours that has been much more popular and has yet to fail in these past seven years. And you know that they are hoping that this will be their platform to talk as they saw what you were able to do and what you were able not to do. So they think they can build off of what you did and make it better. So that is Marwa Brit. And then G uh, Tigre, Havin Berry. Havin Berry, can you, like even just hearing the name just, just annoys you. And you know there's a script up to immediately change any change that happens on their Wikipedia page. <laughs> but you still go in and you still change it because having Barry, that little guy just thinks he is the absolute best. He thinks he knows everything when you know he knows nothing. He's ab he's worse than Billy at times. You don't even know he you don't even think he knows he's here. He is just insufferable in which you thought Sean was the worst person you've ever had to encounter intellectually. Now you've had 10 years of experience. You've been all over the world. You know for a fact that that this guy, Havin Barry, is the absolute worst ever. I don't care what he's, you don't care what he says when he's jabbering on and on about facts this, facts that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, you know better. <laughs> yeah, so it's one of those, like, he changes a wiki page and it pops up and I'm immediately changing it back to correct him all right cool it's an edit war <laughs> yep an yeah. edit war and you're on his and changing everything non-stop all right and then we move on to freaking whom's a nolan you've only been in this band for a solid like month mr snow but that's been long enough for these guys to start a campaign against why you don't deserve to be in this competition because you weren't in the original doug you're just here for a, for a money grab. And this person who's been really spearheading this on their social media and then putting out photos, very unflattering photos of you on the interwebs on Instagram and comparing it to their glam photos uh, has been Humza Nolan. There's just been a picture of like Mr. Snow eating a taco and then the other one's like making a duck face at the taco. <laughs> <laughs> 
jokes on them. Mr. Snow was always in the band. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you were. God. <laughs> Look, they clearly typical don't understand. Snow, typical Snow always saying he wasn't in the band. <laughs> clearly they don't understand the actual revenue stream that you get for winning one of these competitions. It dries up really fast. <laughs> Which was zero because I was never in your band. Yeah, so we'll keep telling. how fast it dried up. Same here. Mine's zero as well. Look. I'm changing the wiki page. IQ of Reginald 72? <laughs> double digits. We've got that. <laughs> I can I can count that high. It's amazing. <laughs> so we what we know is that Humza Nolan has been trying who, who has been one upping you. Somehow uh Humza has been getting the information of your pyrotechnics show during the show, during the entire competition, and just one-upping what you were gonna do every single time you have performed in this, with this band on this stage. So, you know, something is up and you are pretty sure, you know, like with the fiber of your being that it is Humza is doing, just somehow, some way they are getting the information of what you were gonna do and doing it better. And you're not high chance, it's, high chance it's Reginald telling him to gloat. And guess what we're going to do? <laughs> There's a good chance. You you're never going to beat us because we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so that is Humza and Reginald Khaled Fowler. Khaled Fowler is the reason you spearheaded this endeavor of making sure that you guys were back in this world competition. You heard them talking smack. They said they were better than you. And you're like, no, you're not better than um, Barking Terrier Bottom Shoe. What was the name of the band at that point in time in your head? Um, <laughs> just what you saw on your, on your walk there while you were drinking. And you know what? You were not here for it. This random person you heard in the coffee shop, they are Khaled Fowler. It is all their fault. And really, you should be thanking them. And you're going to thank them by beating them here today and beating them and telling them that, you know what? We are better. We are not Doug. Thank you very much. Stop calling us Doug. We are not Doug. We are XYZ, whatever it is on the day you're telling them that. And this is Khaled <laughs> Fowler just stirring up some muck. And you guys have had, even as you're passing by, you guys are like looking at each other and like starting to stink eye but like holding yourself for a while uh because you know there's new rules in the game and so you move on to the band lot and the band lot much larger than it was the first time you competed but also it might feel larger because you just don't have as much stuff as you did then back then you had a, a bus van a bus that came in band bus you guys had a trailer with the stuff on it now you guys have this trolley that Billy is pushing that's <laughs> mostly full of gunpowder and pyrotechnics and uh, the occasional guitar. And so um, as you enter in, Billy starts off unpacking boxes a little bit, you know, just haphazardly, but it's only a few of them. And as you are here, um, you know that to your right, you have Volcanic Vessel, which are your rivals. And to your left, you have Lush Tension, which are the really weird guys that you're just like a little wigged out by. 
And to uh, before we get super into the game, let's uh, talk about rules real quick because they have changed since the first game. So um, we do have a, a dice pool in this game. But as to before, we had just an unlimited dice pool. Now you can only have two dice there at any time. Uh, each? Or a yeah, separate? each. Yeah, each. Okay. You can have two dice in there each. Um, as to before, when uh, you had your specialty, you could use it at any time. Um, now you can only use your specialty once per scene. So once per round, essentially, as every band goes, band round. All right, and your good attribute, bad attribute, um, you can use that once per this competition. Um, your good attribute and bad attribute, um, only once unless it states that you have to do something when you first enter a place or you do something. Um, unless stated otherwise, it's only once. And instead of giving you a die every time you use it, we're now working on an advantage system. So anytime you use your specialty, you will have advantage on that roll, um, which just means re-roll and take the higher of the two rolls. Same deal with your attribute and same deal with your bad attribute. And um, whenever you roll, uh, you do we still have the same chart and you still get the same dice. So if you roll a 10 to 11 on a nat, a nat roll, don't add anything to it, you get one extra die. If you roll a 12, a nat 12, you get two extra die. All right. So it's a D12. No, 2D6. 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 Okay. And so with, I think Reginald's good attribute was like lucky, like first time he does something. Yep. So Is that per scene or first time I do something different? Nope, that's an attribute. So you only get that once per game. Once per game. Yeah. Attribute you get once per game. Specialty is one per scene. Yeah, I just didn't know if his attribute was one of those ones which is like whenever you enter a zone, like Bone Daddy's accident prone. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't sure if that was once per game or once per new thing. No, it's mostly bad attributes that are that keep keep on going. There's a oh, lot of opportunities for you to do well. So for, for those of you out there. Uh, it's a 2d6 system, so you roll 2d6. Um, on a 2 to 4 roll, we call that an epic fail, and you get disadvantage on your next roll, or you lose a die. If you have a 5 to 6, you barely pass. If you get a 7 to 9, you pass. If you get a 10 to 11, it's a great pass, and you get one extra die. If you get a 12, it's an epic pass, and you get plus 2 extra die. Um, so you have a lot of opportunity to pass. But so we need to make sure that when you fail, it's actually a big deal, you know? So um, with that, let's see. You guys have just entered the band lot. You guys know you have about 20, 30 minutes to just mill around, get ready, get your stuff ready um, before you guys have to go up on stage. Because once again, you are going to be the last ones. It is a privilege you get of being the last finalists uh, or the last winners. 10 years ago. So you guys will go last. You know the order of people going up is going to be Toy Overdue will be going in the next five minutes. We'll have Secular Esoteric going five minutes after them, or like, you know, the next round after that. And Lush Tension, then Volcanic Vessel, and then you guys will be last. So you guys have just landed. 
Um, in the scene, you can do really a couple of scenes with other, you can interact with other people outside of you guys. Um, you can have one big moment or a couple of uh, two small moments before you guys have to uh, start a new scene. Wait, okay. so, so oh, you guys have just landed, you are here. Uh, what do you do? So I had a, I, I just had a quick uh, okay. question. So okay. Marwa Britt, uh, Hamza Nolan, Khaled Fowler, those are all people or those are other bands? No, those are all people. Okay, I had written them. They're like our counterparts in their writing. Got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, who is, is Marwa Britt part of Secular Esoteric? No, Marwa, Brett, all of these guys are part of Volcanic Vessel. Oh, they're all counterparts to Okay. Okay. So you got your own bone. Proto Mandor Mega Man. Got it. Yep, yep. Exactly. So, Volcanic Vessel, all your rivals are on that band. That entire band has just been talking shit collectively. Is that manager Tim? Bunch of chumps. No, last time you heard of Tim, Tim was like off in the Bahamas or something, just like living his best life last time you heard <laughs> like, with our money good for yeah, him maybe. At, least at least he's not the manager like there's one silver lining <laughs> that we know they could have a surprise manager <laughs> pulls off his cape Tim <gasps> yeah you're the only one who's just like who is this guy who, who are you what is like Smash Brothers it's like a new contender has entered <laughs> <laughs> It's a manager. Um, okay, uh, so uh, we're we're in the scene. We're starting this up, and we're we can go and we can talk to other bands. Um, I'm fine with leaving Toy Overdrive as as yeah. they are. They're going up. They're gonna do their thing. Uh, I want guys bought me food, so I'm happy. I want to fuck with a volcanic vessel. Volcanic vessel. The right. Volcanic vessels. Vessel. What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm a fuck with their pyrotechnics. All right, so you walk over to their area. Um, give me a two die six roll to see if you can see the where all that stuff is. So on a two ones. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> you have two ones. <laughs> That's amazing. Next roll is at disadvantage. Next roll will be at disadvantage. All right. Amazing. That is amazing. I love that. Great start, guys. And then you can't. Doing so well. Oh, yeah. Part of his last decade, was he? He really was. <laughs> I don't know. These I've never seen him before. I have no idea who that guy is. <laughs> oh, I'm playing yeah. this the T-Grey guy for bringing him. This okay. T-Grey guy brought him on. I'm pretty certain that's what happened. Uh, sure enough. And you are clumsy. Uh, Ooh, so, yep. Um, so you're walking over there and you're like, you're trying to figure out where they're... You just like, you just can't figure it out. Like, it's just so many boxes. It's almost like a mirage thing with like the line boxes between them and Toy Overdue in front. You're like, where are the things? Like, you know what it looks like. You know where the cases look like. Um, because you definitely don't have it because you can't afford it. So you're just looking and looking. And as you're looking, it's taking you forever to, like, suss out what is happening. Um, we have, uh, you know, we'll have Humza, Humza just pop up and be like, 
Hey there, Mr. Snow. What are you, uh, what are you looking at? Are you looking, trying to find, are you trying to see how you become this great? I just wanted to scope out the competition before we, uh, went on stage. Oh, well, you know, some people do have to do that. You're totally right. It is a, uh, it is hard being this good. I'm sure not that you would know, but, you know, uh, how about that show? I heard you guys, you were going to be doing a bit of uh, Chrysanthemum into, uh, into a Secular Explosion. No, no, no. We were going to go Amaryllis into Peon into Nova. Oh, into Nova. Interesting that you would end on Nova. It's yes. a little bit predictable, don't you think? No, 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 no. You have no idea. It's going to look fantastic with the color scheme I'm going with. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. That, like, orange into red. Very red. Oh, no, that's very passe. It's not orange and red. <laughs> Quickly scratches out orange to red in notebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, it's <sighs> that uh, the actual band is... Look, I mean... Alive, I guess. It's seen better days. I mean, there's Bone Daddy who has corpse paint already. Who knows what he looks like under there? I thought Bone Daddy was dead, honestly. You know, <laughs> we the world may never know. <laughs> <laughs> Voodoo brought him back. <laughs> I got friends. He said Rachel's yelling at a pigeon, saying, "No, I kicked you out ten <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Go away." <laughs> Quit following me. <laughs> I'm just looking at the rest of my crew like, oh, God. <laughs> Listen, Hamza. Just, good luck. <laughs> he just like, turns around. All right. This is so bad. <laughs> All right, I won't need it, but goodbye to you, too. I'll see you uh, out in the crowd when we're winning. And he turns around and walks back. And As I... Sorry, as I walk up to the crew, we're changing the light show. <laughs> Great name. Where's your paint? <laughs> I'm gonna start painting the name. We're changing the light. Changing the light show. <laughs> we're changing the light show. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. I love that you failed. I don't think anyone failed in the last time. Excited. Uh, so All right, good. and. So they're going away, as LB would say. <laughs> Forever. So I can't put anyone in jail. I didn't bring I didn't bring my game bag downstairs, and so I had to open this old box, and I found these dice. That big. They're so small. I had to put them on a piece of tape just so that they didn't just disappear. Are you gonna like roll them on the tape? I was go I was gonna roll them, but I, I I'm too OCD, so I had to pick a set that we're all matching. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm good, but that, I just was like, "What's this piece of tape? The world's <laughs> smallest dice. That's what it is. Or the world's roll smallest on. candies. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what is there anything else anyone else would like to do? I I I want to go over and talk to Lush Tension. <laughs> I, love I can't it. believe you got charged for being a cult. Yet they can do this, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, this. Is. Well, you see, we there's a difference. We should call your ex up. We should call your ex up. No, they're just 
Isn't she FBI? <laughs> Look, they're they're probably just a gimmick band. This is who I am. This is me. Like I'm not trying to put on a stage performance for anybody or nothing. I'm like this is <laughs> this is what who I am deep down in my core. I I changed my name legally. Since I want to reach a paint jar and, and, and it's stage <laughs> stage corpse paint. Like, it says stage right here. No, look, it's <laughs> it's not a gimmick though. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it's a, the wheel There's will no sort itself. Theme. Made by the gimmick incorporation. It's like it's made by gimmick incorporation. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like finding I think a you box. Had lead base. What is this? Don't worry. Yeah, look, that's lead based. Clearly, <laughs> uh, it's it's to promote uh, people being. You able are to the see lead you. basis. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like really deep breaths to like help calm himself down, but it's just lead fumes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, he's he's gonna go over and and talk to Lush Tension. All right. Uh, are you gonna enter the area, or are you just gonna like try to be in the border? between your area and their area i want to be on the border because i feel like bone daddy has developed like a vampire mentality of like no you have to invite me into your space <laughs> so that way it is not my fault and maybe it was from like that restraining order you had that one time yeah yeah that's where it came from all right so you go over and uh you're like hey guys um Abby Hodges, who is like, you're a pretty tall dude, but Abby is like very tall. She is like a solid 6'3 and very well built. And uh, you see her come over and she's like, she is their, um, she is their uh, guitarist. And uh, you see her like with, a, with like a Gibson electric guitar just on strapped onto her it's like oh hi bone daddy oh. um hey abby hello um and it's just like looking at you it's like hello uh what can i do you for oh i am yeah. not breaking eye contact at all like this is one of those like like, uh, when you see a wild animal and you're like, no, look at them dead in the eyes. So that way, if you look away for even a minute, you've shown your weakness. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll come up and just be like, so what you, what you guys got going on here? I just want to say it looks great. You, just like, I know you guys are out there. You're trying really hard. I've been at this game for a while. This is who I am now. You... I mean, you guys still seem like you got you got a chance. You could either change who you are personally. No, you just seem like that is... You just seem like this is you. You have not blinked once during this whole conversation. Um, anyways, what if I were to tell you that instead of a great wheel, we lived on a large sphere? It's like a wheel, but it's made of other other spheres. Um, we, we do live on a sphere, Bone Daddy. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've been trying to get people to believe in for, for quite some time now. So it seems like you're already on the right track. Now, what, what are, uh, our, our compa our, our 
fellow contestants. Those uh, volcanic vessels, want they're flat earthers. I don't know if you've heard it or not. <laughs> that is very interesting. No, I have not heard that. And uh, as you're talking to her, uh, this pigeon that Reginald has been yelling at um, finally decides to fly away um, right next to you guys. And then she is looking at you, like not blinking, hasn't blinked. One hand shoots out, catches the pigeon, and brings it up to her mouth. And uh, as you're talking about flat earthers, she's just like going for it. She's about to like crunch down on its on its head. So the corpse paint that I have on makes me look like, oh, this is just the way that I am, but like covered in sweat. She's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, like this is letting it happen though. I'm gonna try and play it off as cool. He's gonna hear Reginald yell out, Sally, no! <laughs> Let's come running over with his little legs. Yep, I <laughs> to this gigantic lady. I I am just <laughs> I am just I am going to try and watch this. I just like again like I can't I can't break <laughs> eye contact and let and show any sign of weakness. They're just trying to put me on tilt right now. <laughs> yeah. And my left eye start bulging out and be like, you put Sully down. Uh usually you would have advantage on this role, but because she is literally not even looking away from Bone Daddy, hasn't lost contact, you just make a regular roll. That's cool. So it's just one D6 or two? It is still two D6. Two D6. So it is a three and a five, so an eight. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Gotta save Sally and help Bone Daddy. This is tearing contest. Oh my gosh. Am I even in her peripherals? No. What is this? She is very tall. She is very tall. Yeah. So is Bone Daddy. And she has not stopped looking at Bone Daddy. Yeah, I'm jumping in like crazy. I'm pointing, put Sally down. Oh my gosh. What did you start want? climbing her or, or climbing Bone Daddy to get next to him? <laughs> So as you're doing this, it brings the like pigeon his head into her mouth. I are sitting there with her mouth open with this pigeon just like pecking away. And uh, like not biting down, just literally just having it in her mouth, just there staring at you, mouth wide open, pigeon in mouth. And uh, Reginald uh, doesn't even notice you. Doesn't even notice you. It had zero effect. You're... Uh, your thing. She rolled a six and a five. I'm keeping these dice forever, by the way. Rusty. These I'm are my rusty. dice forever. She also rolled really well in before, so if, uh, she had an extra die there. So she was just standing there and she's like... If if you want. Brings out the, the thing almost like a mic and it's like, oh, yes. Um, well, that is a problematic issue in not a time where people think that the world world is flat. I do think that might be a problem. And she just like spits out a little bit of blood from where the bird has been packing and brings back the bird into her mouth and is just staring at you. Here, I, I think I got something to help. And I'll reach into my pocket and I'll pull out a little bit of pancake that I had stored away because my time is being almost, like, completely broke has taught me to store food. And I'll be like, here, tilt your head back a little bit. And I'll try and, like, put some breads into her mouth so that way the bird can eat at the breads rather than, like, biting the shit out of her. So she uh she she loses her mouth open, leans down so you can put the pancake into her yep. mouth, and just same mouth open. 
You're like, thank you. Very hot. You see the pigeon just like eating there. Great and, wheel, uh, bless you. Uh, yes. <laughs> just a turn around and just don't even <laughs> like. Eyes wide, just what the fuck did I just see? What the fuck did I just see? What the fuck did I just see? Like, just like, just steadily, like, uh, like making my way back to the rest of the band. You still have Reginald holding onto your back, going, She crazy. When did you get there? <laughs> she didn't even see my eye. I didn't even notice you climb up. How long have you been here? <laughs> yeah, it's Sally. I think it's Sally. And uh, Tigran and Mysterious, no, you definitely, if you ever look over there, still staring. Abby, still staring uh, at Bone Daddy in Bone Daddy's direction. The pigeon in hand, poking at mouth. Uh, I think <laughs> she likes back. him. Don't look back, Bone Daddy. <laughs> Tigray looks up and you notice he's got like gloves on and he's like been picking french fries out of the car, off the floor of the car and stuff, even though it's a piece of crap. <laughs> he's you just like, he, you guys were like slobbing stuff and he's like, chips? Chips! You know? And so he's picking the crumbs and chips out. So he looks over. And he looks at you, Mr. Stowe, and he's like, I got a lot going on here. I, I don't have time. I, I got you. I, I'm going to go <laughs> walk around. Just, just, what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> at, least, at least she didn't bite down. <laughs> like, honestly, that would Just imagining, better. like, she's like gnawing, like, ah, ah. And it's like, <laughs> We need to get a bigger animals and a pigeon. It's a tooth massage. Billy, <laughs> Billy, Billy, I need a bigger animal than a pigeon for Bone Daddy to put in his mouth. Wait, what? No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Two can play at that game. All right, wait. She's half a spear. You're a full spear. You need twice as big of a hand as a pigeon. Okay, hear me out on this one. The farthest I'm willing to go is that I will keep... <laughs> a series of small snakes in my mouth <laughs> until we go on and then I will throw snakes up onto the crowd. It's as far as I'm willing to go. Is that on brand? I think that's on brand. <laughs> Billy, snakes. Make sure they're poisonous. No! No, no, no not poisonous snakes. Please, God. <laughs> actually, actually, his head the whole no, time. no, poisonous snakes are fine as long as it's non-venomous. Because I don't plan on swallowing or eating any of these snakes anytime soon. That's not. <laughs> what is what is the closest deadly snake we can find in this area? I want five. Wait, ten, six. No, I'm just gonna go. I'm, that's that's what I'm doing for the rest of the scene. I'm going over to Tigray and I'm talking to him about local snakes just to find out. Looks it up on his phone, not realizing what it's for. He's just like, okay, you know, it's a question, and I can't not answer the question now because I don't know. <laughs> so. I'm gonna go and work on our pyrotechnics. I have an idea for our pyrotechnics. So don't worry. I'm not going to spell out whatever our new band name is in fireworks. No, 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 no. We have a plan. I'll tell you to spell our band name. Anyway. <laughs> oh, snap. Billy will I don't even that. know what it is right now. <laughs> Billy you can't spell what I don't know. 
building will also be um next to you bone daddy and and tigre sitting like in the car <laughs> looking for that so he you know and knows where to go after this and um let's see a reptile hunt. um and as we do this you hear you hear uh in the mega or actually on the pa system in where you are you hear all right okay toy overdue toy overdue you're up um good luck to toy overdue as they go competition is starting everyone be ready next up will be secular esoteric be ready all right and it's shoo, and you hear the rustling of toy overdue starting to head out um towards the backstage because now you guys actually have a long walk to get there so uh, you have to leave a little bit early now so um uh, with that we turn over onto our next scene a little bit of time has passed and Tigre, you have found the information you do need to know. The closest deadly snake you can find is the uh, pin, pinstripe um, arrowhead from Shit. <laughs> pinstripe arrowhead. Um, and um, you looked up. There is a a uh, a shop um, about fifty miles away in which sells them. Uh, to for like venom extraction for different medicinal properties. Um, most um, well known are different sleeping droughts, mm. um, mostly because you think that people kind of die, but they come back pretty quickly when they take it. So, and a way already is wearing corpse paint. It's gonna work out, man. Trust me. <laughs> when have I ever let us rob? That's like a hundred miles round trip unless we got them to deliver some snakes to oh, a public place. And it's Billy, so you're looking around a 300 mile trip. And t you pull up the Google Maps of it and you see just a huge red stripe in the in like a 10 mile radius around where you are of just pure bumper-to-bumper uh, -bumper traffic. Mm -hmm. and are they wild in this area? <laughs> And uh, during this talk, Billy is, you know, just sitting there in the seat and one of his hands goes through the seats because, you know, uh, not a very good car and the seats are kind of like getting apart. So it goes in between them and he's like, oh, no. Um, and he's like stuck for a little bit. You like try and help him out. You <laughs> finally pull him out. And uh, in his hand, you see him holding a small little like maybe six inch long like like maybe two pencils thick a little green garden snake from that was living in your car <laughs> there's a little bit of like a bump in it like it just ate a large bug or something there's like so it's thin there's yeah. a large hole that goes on i can make that work can we paint it so it looks dangerous no <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like wiggling around in billy's hand it's like oh uh here i found a deadly snake, mostly deadly to me, because I think I would have died if I stayed in there. So thanks for saving me, guys. Uh, but here's a snake if you want it. Just wiggling in front of your face, Bill Daddy. You paint a small Steady, little skull on his face. Oh, yeah. I am definitely going to be painting a small, <laughs> tiny skull on this snake's face. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, route McCall's snakes, delete. <laughs> <laughs> and part of your head is just like, oh, thank God. That would have taken forever. And so with this new scene started, um, what would you guys like to do? 
now that Toya Verdue has left and Secular Esoteric is getting ready to go up next. Well, we're painting the new name Snake Tongues onto the car. Hey. <laughs> gonna rework the pyrotechnics to not include anything I said to Hamza. <laughs> wait, wait, what was the name, Barry? Snake Tongues. Okay. Alright, and um, and Bone Daddy, what are you doing? I'm painting a small skull on the head of a snake while trying to get it to stay still. <laughs> Blip. <laughs> And as I, you, uh, just trying to get him to use gloves. <laughs> I like you like gloves and not do not use lead based paint. Just <laughs> I, I I probably fought that argument for far too long and and got nowhere with it. Eventually, I mean, I just constantly want to get a makeup a sponge and <laughs> get it off, but I know better. I. I'm debating on whether or not at this point he's like that he wears the corpse paint but like has tattooed his face underneath and it like so like even if you remove the paint it's still there he just wears the paint so that way it like shines under spotlights and stuff it's like you still, you still can't get rid of that tan anytime you're in sun you try to avoid it as much as possible I know. but you still tan Going for a bleached bone so look much. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, and so while you guys are uh, doing all of that stuff, you have members of Secular Esoteric just walking around the different bands um, and being like, oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't, you're very funny, very, very funny. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like giving finger guns over to... Um, over to volcanic vessel and then they it's like almost like they're making a round before they leave and they stop by your place and they're like oh hello there not to doug it is uh good to see you guys around snake tongues okay I, I legally changed it it is not doug not doug yes not doug it's, it's good to see you guys how are you i mean I, I like that. I like the the look you're going with. Very urban there, Bone Daddy. I'm trying this thing. It's called a uh, deceased debutante. <laughs> Very modern of you. It's, it's yes, fashion and... fatale. Fatal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording the interaction. You see, I'm, the uh... I'm not looking up, but like I have like. I have little tiny brushes like these that I'm just kind of like working on this snake while like trying to keep it still. <laughs> it looks over to uh, to you, Mr. Snow, and we have uh, Eleanor Ahmed just being like, oh, hello there, Mr. Snow. Uh, you seem to be doing very well for yourself. Seem to keep up with these, this one bunch. It's not very hard considering they're very slow. You are you are not strong. As you see Billy like rummaging still in that backseat where his hand plunging is like Guys, guys, I think I'm suck guys, guys, I think I'm stuck again. Oh you're fine, Billy. Just don't move your hand too much. We can't afford that tetanus shot. Where's my pig, Billy? Where's my pig? Um You know, uh, I can't sing without my pig. 
<laughs> is this a live one or the dead one? <laughs> Both. <laughs> how how am I meant to enter onto stage without my pig? And like, on an empty stomach. Think. It's like I will uh, as soon as I figure out where my phone went, I think it's somewhere down here. So I'm just gonna move my hand very slowly uh, and look for it in here. I'll be fine. It's fine. I'll figure it out. Let me know if you okay, find another snake. One. Ow! Oh, oh god! Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, <laughs> there's nothing sharp there. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we can go to the doctor and we win. <laughs> and uh, Vivek Goldsmith will look over and she will see you, Bone Daddy, with your new pet snake and uh trying to paint it and she has a um next to her she has a parrot on her shoulder and like not a maybe like more like a cockatoo just like an all-black cockatoo on her shoulder it's like oh that is very interesting bone daddy i didn't know you were uh, a lover of animals or i guess in this case reptiles everything in the great wheel is capable of being loved and everything here is capable of validation. It <laughs> just continues painting on. I I, I 100% agree. I'm happy to see, Bondari, that uh, you are being very inclusive in your have, beliefs. I have one of those portable, like, magnifying glass things. <laughs> like, it brings the arm out so you can get a closer look at this painting. It's like a little model painter. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the, like, head... The head-holded ones so that can, has can get multiple ones. Yeah, so yeah. Get... <laughs> I, that's, it's both those items are right there on my painting table. It's so nerddom. <laughs> I just like, oh my god. <laughs> I'd like to just think that the snake's going to bite him, and he's like, no. <laughs> I little tap on the head with the painting. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll look up and I'll notice this like. This black cockatoo that's sitting on this person's shoulder, um, and I'll I'll just kind of acknowledge like that. That's pretty rare what you got there. I no. appreciate that. <laughs> I do love I do love Bo. Bo has been with me for for several years now. How long has it been, Bo? And in the squawky hair. Um, you're eight. It's like, oh, eight years we have been together. Just like. It's a full on black bird. Yep, it's a full on black cockatoo. It's going to remind me of Mr. Whiskers. Yeah, no, when when they bring up eight years ago, (laughs) it's the mental flashback to me and to me and my my FBI wife. (laughs) Back when we were still happy. And it's one of those like, I'm very happy for the two of you. Tigray doesn't want to get close to the bird, so he's got a the extender stick for his phone, and he's moving the phone up to to like <laughs> get a good shot of the bird, <laughs> and slides it back down the stick, takes Mrs. it off. Snow, it do you have any portable pyrotechnics that we don't need? I mean, they could scrounge around for a bit. Because Mister Whiskers needs a friend, and it's about time we got a bird friend. No, I'm not killing a bird. It's sacrificing, not killing. <laughs> I thought I wasn't joining a cult. You're not. It's I'm a not a cult. 
<laughs> now I'm done with you. I'm just a psycho. <laughs> we have, and uh, in the scene, as you're filming this, uh, in front of you, as you see on the screen pop up, you see Rudra Black um, stand in front of you. And you know Rudra Black. You've talked. You know she's the pianist of this group. Hmm. And uh, you see Rudra. She is a, a medium size taller than you. Um, but very, very well built. As in, you're pretty sure if she really tried, she could be in the Olympics. You're pretty sure. Like, 85% that she could compete in in really, like, you know, that, uh, that disc throwing? You're pretty sure she could be in that. Um, and she's standing there in front of you with, uh, with like, a, only a vest on, so you get to see, you know, the gun show. And... Uh, you see her just standing in front of you in front of your thing and it's like oh hello there tigre how's uh how's the old guitar doing and she said it's it with like this disdain in her voice like <laughs> that you you know you know exactly you've heard this a million times from different pianists it's um it I, it it's serviceable uh with you know i can now plug it in directly with the HDMI cable to, to my phone. And then I he flips the phone open, so now it's like tablet sized. And he's, he pulls up a thing where it's like a, a, a turntable, like with little scratching, you could, you could actually DJ off of the, and he's like, and so, you know, it, serviceable. <laughs> it is uh, such a shame that you left the, the um orchestra scene i heard you had an interesting an interesting setup going i heard you were going to be playing concerto number five i in indeed i things occur you you, you i couldn't continue on the, it was bad like i i knew that if i had continued that way uh i i the bad things would happen and he he just withdraws into himself like why are you talking stop it <laughs> no. it's, like, it's really a shame i was gonna take my friends with me uh because i was telling them that you make such an interesting choice <laughs> in the second movement around measure 440 you make such an interesting choice by interpret in your interpretation I was saying how odd it was compared to how we I played it before when I was uh, practicing in the conservatory in Paris. Well, I I just think if you if you look at the the ratio and the pattern, it 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 lines up better because it and he goes into a thing about how notes and and how they line up will 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 lead to other things because if they aren't lined up correctly and then he talks about chinese music and how they've got more lines than than western music <laughs> it just sort of starts getting deep theory uh you know n numbers and music are combined sort of thing i would like you to roll 2d6 for me oh goodness all right come on little blue dice don't fail me Weird. Double threes. <laughs> Six. That's what you... Uh, <laughs> that's all that needed to happen there. And so as you're talking about this, you just notice... You just notice Rudra getting like a little bit more and more like shoulders back. 
like a little bit bigger and just like you see a couple of like you see the muscles start bulging on the on the arms as she starts getting more and more just <laughs> upset about what you're talking about and just like it's not like you're directly insulting her it's almost like you're directly insulting the piece in her mind <laughs> and so she's just and so as you're talking like this is just escalating between you and her and you're being like very factual being like the blah 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 and she's being more like like no but this is not how the you know this is not how this person meant to write it because of blah 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 blah. and it's just like techno babble that none of you guys really understand if anyone's listening in and it just starts getting louder and louder and she's and like and she's like enough <laughs> it's like uh kendra bring me my guitar or bring me my my synthesizer and at the and piano stand <laughs> as she's talking tigre and tigre's mind it's that sort of horror movie thing where He's getting smaller and she's getting bigger. So he's feeling like, you know, like halfling size at this point. If it was an anime cartoon, it would actually be changing sizes. <laughs> so bring me, bring me the guitar or the synthesizer. I will show you the correct way to do this. <laughs> and uh, as this has happened, um, a little bit of a crowd has started to form near you guys as you're like, at this point, you're in like the middle of the walkway. <laughs> She's like, I challenge you to, and I challenge you and we will see which one of the two is really the best interpretation. All right. And uh, um, yeah. I was going to say, and she is challenging you to a, a duel. All right. I'm just picturing Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and do we want to go to our first break? on this all righty it's been a couple hours so now we can get up stretch refill water do all of that thing a couple hours it's been two hours so far so really yeah two hours (laughs) yeah so we will we will be back shortly thank you to everybody who has who has stuck around with us so far if you are interested in winning a steam key in chat just gotta post in chat and we're doing a we'll, we'll do a giveaway and if you end up not being uh not not particularly uh interested in the in the game key we will figure out some other donation to do in your honor so thank you to everybody who has stuck with us so far we will see you guys in five to ten minutes all right everybody Bye-bye. ten minutes is all- and we're back welcome everybody thank you for joining us welcome uh we did not have uh we did not have anybody call out in chat that was new uh so i don't want to award a game thing to somebody else so we will hold off on that and we will just donate some more towards the end uh about uh for for not having a, a giveaway winner for the steam link but uh Otakaro, thank you for the follow. <gasps> Can I do the same? Yes, do it. Do it, Graybeard. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Because when Graybeard is on is on cam and we get a follow, he does this thing. I take this mallet, which was made by uh Dr. Gear, and I hit that guy right in the face. Otakaro's still here. <laughs> That's it. You got your follower ding. Thanks, buddy. Otakaro's still here. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, just because this is like my last beer and I'm now a working man. Spendable fucking income. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had this for 18 months, so leave me alone. Oh! 
<laughs> Thank you. Blinka. Welcome. Shout out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you would like to join, uh, if you if you are interested in joining in our Discord at all, you can link up your Twitch sub to Discord and you can hop in and chat with these great people on a regular basis. Oh, it's it's an Dash. active, crazy Discord. My God, you walk away for like ten minutes, you're back, and it's like thirty-one messages. I guess you can go say to sleep at night and wake up in the morning, and everyone's had a much massive conversation without you to say all thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Americans. Mm -hmm. righty, but let us get into this battle that we left off at. How do we do this, PB? Absolutely. So performance duels are where you, the player character and an NPC, go at it in a time trial of wits. So a broad theme is going to be chosen by the players not involved in the duel itself. So. Um, Bone Daddy, Barry, and Mr. Snow are all going to get together and they're going to choose um, a broad theme. This broad theme can be like um, animals, food, um, places. I think the general rule is if you can think something of a word that starts with an X, you can pick that broad theme. Um, Doug's names. <laughs> it's... You call me Barry and not Reginald. So <laughs> everyone else got called their in-game name, and I'm like Barry. I'm sorry. I was looking at I was looking at Zoom, and you have oh yeah, Sam and Barry. So no, was it was bad. she was referring to the volcanic vessel bandmate having Barry. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's what I was talking about. No, no, no. So there, um, you guys will choose that, and then you guys will also keep tally of every correct answer the NPC and the player give. So even if it's just like tally mark, a check mark, whatever, to make sure they did it correctly, the players, uh, me and you, Tigre, are gonna have five seconds to give our answer. So it's it's going to be the alphabet game. So I start with something that starts with A, you go to something B, C, D, E, F, G, until we reach the end of the alphabet, then if we ever reach the end, that is going to be the end of the duel. Otherwise, whoever takes the longest to answer um, and reaches their five second limit, that's er, 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 that's the end of the duel. All right. And do you, do you, do you mind real quick if I actually write the alphabet down? Because I I'm truly yeah, dyslexic in real life. So yeah, yeah, go for it. I will be lost. I have to sing myself a song every time. I can say it backwards. I learned it in case the cups like have you been drinking? Not say the alphabet backwards. Done. Usually I just have like a picture of the alphabet from Google up there so I could keep track. Um, and so at the end, whenever um, anyone loses or we reach the end of the alphabet, we will roll 1d6 um, for every single time we answered something correctly. So if I get A, you get B, and then I fuck up on C, I get one, you get one. All right. And then we will roll 1d6 each and whoever gets the highest tally wins. And these guys are these guys are doing the tally marks of how many pluses or minuses we get. Yep, exactly. Right. Okay. So the moment you get something wrong, that is the end of the duel. Um, so just try to do your best, and we will flip for to see who goes first. Okay. Or in this case, we will um, be like, I'll go one three, you go four six, and then you roll a d six, and we see who goes first. Okay. All right. So 
Um, if whoever wins this duel gets a free epic pass. Mm. So whenever you get an opportunity to make a 2d6 roll, um, you will get a, uh, you'll have those two extra die to add to your dice pool. Okay. All right. All right. So um, is everyone ready? Or you guys confer for what theme you think we should we should uh oh god uh well, are you really good at Greybeard? <laughs> uh well i was going to say this is this is a this is a charity stream for kids so what if we did uh we could do like cartoons or something disney movies i don't know if disney movies start with an x though <laughs> but okay <laughs> Uh, let's just say cartoon movies. Leave it at that. Cartoon slash movies yes. or cartoon movies? Let's say cartoon slash kids movie. Not now, so characters that... or just movie titles? Movies. And I've been up for too long to decide the rules of this one. Um, Me too. <laughs> hmm. Chat. The titles, not the characters. Nice. There is one Disney... See, Disney Pixar. Odakara, the, the newest sub. It's like Disney Pixar. All right, let's do Disney Pixar then. Because that is what... Disney is Pixar what movie titles. Okay. All right. First I think A is like the easiest one. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I got through A through C. Now I'm just like, what starts with D? What do you mean that starts with a D? We'll... That's all right. The letters are all dancing around in my head. I, I can't think of a thing. So it, it'll be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So he's rolling to determine who goes first. Uh, yeah, Tigre. So what do you want? One, three, four, six. Uh, one, three. One, three. All right. I'll be four, six. So. Indoor uh, RJ. Let's have, yeah, RJ. Roll in D6. See who goes first. Quatro. All right. All right. So I will go first. And um, you guys keep us on track for these five seconds. And are you ready, Tigre? As ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> I know, me too. Same. Oh, God, I can't think of anything that starts any, with you. And it can be ki any kids' movies, or does it have to be Disney Pixar? Because that's. That's very small. I, I I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say kids movies, which includes uh, Disney slash Pixar. Okay. So it's basically not like if you get to T and you're like Terminator, like that's. <laughs> I mean, like you might show it to a kid, but that's not like a kids movie. Kids movie, perfect, yeah. perfect. Okay. Alrighty. That was my favorite kids movie going on. Robocop, right. the animated series. So I'm gonna start on A. You're gonna go with B. Okay. Right. So. All right, starting off and now, Ants. Batman Lego movie. Oh, that's a good one. Coco. Uh, Dumbo. Great. I was hoping I didn't get E because I don't know anything about E's. Uh, I don't know. That's five seconds. Nothing. X. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what starts with an E. What starts with an E? Uh, uh, an F, F kids movie. <laughs> No, got nothing. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh my god. Go go no, nothing with gopher. Nothing. Okay. Seconds. Uh oh my god. 
Yeah, it's too early. <laughs> Five seconds. Okay. Yes. H. Um, H is going to be how to train your dragon. Okay. Oh, good one. Good You're one. on I. Uh, incredible. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. J. Oh my god, what's there? with J. J, J. Jumanji. No, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Okay. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Okay. Um. Got nothing. Pass. Pass. You're on an oh. L. Oh. I have no, no nothing. Okay. <laughs> X. Um. M. 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 Um. And it has to start with it. Oh, that's the worst. Uh. Wow. Okay. Yep. X. Pass. Yep. Okay. N. 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 Oh man, I had so many for M. I didn't have any. Oh, uh, are we counting the V? Nightmare Before Christmas. We won't count the. Yeah. Yeah. So Nightmare Before Christmas works. Oh, is there a yes. letter? Oh. Um. Starts with O. Oh, my God. Operation Dumbo Drop. Woo, okay. That was a Ooh, good one. You're on P. Uh, Pinocchio. Damn it. Q. <laughs> there is no Q. <laughs> Someone can think of a Q. I bow to the pass. Okay. R. Uh, 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 Ratatouille. Okay. Hmm. S. Santa Claus is coming to town. T. Toy Story. You, um, yeah, <laughs> got nothing. Pass. V, 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 at next. Okay. W, um, which mountain? Is that the title? Yeah. Okay. I think so. And because X. I know there's return to Witch Mountain, but I think Witch Mountain was the first one. And then X. Okay. I can't think of one thing. Uh, God to everything. Why? <laughs> I'm stuck on Xanathar now. Uh, why? Um... Pass. Okay, Z. Zootopia. Oh, sounds good. good so, our side. Said, two, three, four. I couldn't think of an X, but I could think of Z. <laughs> I was like. Instead, not Z. <laughs> when when I heard M, I was like, I wanted to blurt out Monster Sync! Monster Sync! Yeah. Uh, earlier. Uh, Indoor yeah. Adventures. Indoor Adventures. <laughs> w. Um, um, Wreck It Ralph. Oh, good one! Right so, hey, very earlier, you said uh, you you said Americans, and all I could think of is the movie Rain of Fire. <laughs> at one point, they're like, oh, "What's that?" And he's like, "Dragons." He's like, "No, worse, Americans." <laughs> <laughs> the best. All right, tally. All right, so the tally was on our side. Uh, we got six. Uh, 
six successes, seven fails. And then on the other band side, they got eight successes and six oh. fails. All right. So I will write, uh, I'll roll eight times for my eight successes. And you roll, what was it, six times for yes. your six successes? All right. And it's one die X or two? Swing. One. One per roll. All right. X wings is the X movie. I've never seen it. Since. I didn't even know it was a movie. Is X Men a kids movie? I don't know what class what's classified as a kids movie. Is it rated PG? Does it have adorable the mascots? A I had Aladdin because that's amazing. Ants was a L, the Lion King. Ants was the one I thought of for A. Okay, and so what are we doing? We got I rolled six dice and add them uh, up for. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. 300. Four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, I got 25. And let's see. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Oh, snap. Do I have. Let's see. Uh, what did I write for the tie? Uh, the still alternate, blah, blah, blah. Roll off. Just, oh, we got a roll off. I think off. it's a roll off. We have a roll off. We have a roll off. <laughs> not the no. rules for everyone's getting around you. So you're like, oh my gosh, they're matching each other. Key for key. <laughs> Neither of them are playing it perfect, but that's okay. I it's up to interpretation anyway. People are playing as bad as each other. All right, Ooh. so. It actually is a rule. I just didn't write it down for whatever reason, but it is. We just go off. Uh, um, I went first, so um, we'll keep on the same deal. So mm -hmm. I'll roll, you roll, I roll, you roll until one of us okay. uh, rolls, rolls higher. Yeah, rolls higher than the other. All right. So I roll. Six. My first thing was a three. Three oh, okay. hours later. Roll? I also rolled a three. All right, next no, one. Let's see I'm gonna who take a nap I. here, guys. Sudden death. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard. Roll the one. I rolled a three. There you go. All right, so you won the duel. We win. So good. <laughs> All right, so he was winner. the original member for sure. Now. <laughs> so, uh, mechanically, you get uh, two die dice to your dice pool. If you had already a dice in your pool. It only goes up to the max of two, so. All right, so we are plus two die right now. Plus two die, all right, and so. I'd rather not to die. <laughs> and so. To die or not to die. And we have our, uh, just this show off, and everyone, like, this has gotten hype, really hype, because it's gone down to the wire. Like, it's just like, you guys are, like, at the height of your performance, you both finish, and um, you both like you notice that everyone's still cheering. So you both go into uh, a coda, a self improv coda at the end instead of finishing it off. So you guys both start playing, and uh, right as you start, you have a little bit more experience in your DJing and uh, EDM work you've done on the side of doing a little bit of improv work off of something you weren't expecting to when the crowd got really high up. And uh, this more classic pianist in Rudra, not very used to it. So she starts off and she like, it's a little bit wobbly of a transition. She finishes off strong, but it was wobbly enough that people were like, yeah, 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 for Tigray. They really liked the remix there at the end. And so they, and it's like, yeah, woo, 
go Tigray. <laughs> it's a, yeah. a button on the thing and it, it makes the like <laughs> air horn noise. <laughs> and uh, Rudra uh, looks over to her manager and he's just like, just take it, just take it. Cause they know she's a little bit of a hothead. So it's like, just take it, just take it before I break it. And so <laughs> she grabs the, the piano stand and she breaks it in half oh, with her bare hands. I'll be right back. And uh, just breaks it with her bare hands and is just like, I still do not agree with you. I do not think that is the way the composer meant to write it. And uh, I will have to write my professors about this and see what they believe. And uh, um, as her, the group is just like, you know, trying to calm her down, it's like, just use that energy, use that energy for the performance, just, you know, mm -hmm. use it for that. Don't get, don't do it here, do it on the stage. Yo, uh, run look yourself. And the only, this is like the only time anyone ever sees like Tigre in strength. He knows that this is, this is, this is his thing. And then, so he's like, you know, he feels like the anime, <laughs> the anime situation. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, um, you know, he's like got a button up shirt and like maybe a bow tie on, but he knows this is my world kind of thing but he doesn't say anything he just it's inside <laughs> it's like you will be getting letters about this for sure and she's just standing there and you're starting to see like the the metal of the pipes of the piano stand start <laughs> to crunch under her hands um and you, it's just like pure bulging just like anger out of everything and they're like ushering her out like being like just use it on the stage use it on the stage and the manager's like very protectively keeping the synth away from her. <laughs> and so she does not break it <laughs> until she's played the, her set. And um, we and should have taken her. She got aggressive. <laughs> a full three feet taller than you are, basically. Yeah, we, we, we could have taken her. I okay. <laughs> Standing on each other's shoulders. And uh, with that, you hear the, uh, the PA system being like, all right. Uh, Three minute warning for what's her name? Secular esoteric. Three minutes uh, warning for secular esoteric. Um, start making your way to the front of um, the the lot and uh, to be escorted onto the stage. Um, again, secular esoteric to the front of the lot. And with that, they walk off. And when, when, go when ahead. she turns around, then I'm filming. <laughs> <laughs> Filming her walk away. I wouldn't have dared bring it out when she was staring me down, but now she's walking away. I'm like, mm -hmm. her, uh, like they get her to drop one of the halves of the piano bench, and you just see it like the you. Oh, just like, and you're just like, and like in your head, you're like, oh my gosh, that was a really, that was a really nice piano bench. I've seen that bench. I've used that one before. Um, and you're like, I know that that the components that the metal is made out of is is a very strong steel that's coated a little bit with chromium it's and like a like, titanium golf club kind yeah. of thing <laughs> and you're like for her to have bent that that means she would have had to do this much force to it and like in your head you're just like it's almost like you're freaking yourself out like she is very strong that is very concerning. That could have been really bad for me. As you're working that out, Rachel's going to be like, yeah, walk away, loser. 
course. Uh, do me a favor and uh, roll oh, a two d six. Really? We we could have we could have just let it ignore me. Oh, that's a six and a three, so a nine. She rolled a ten. Twice. Uh, she gets, she gets so I, the camera I am as he so pointing at the tigre and be like, he said it. And <laughs> and I was filming him and now the camera's shaking. <laughs> like, you don't you're even, an idiot. It's so, uh, roll a, roll a 2d6 for me, Bone Daddy. Okay. Let's see. I got a seven. What was it? A seven. You're muted. A you're seven? Muted, you're muted. Buddy. It was a seven. You did read my lips correctly. A seven. So you, I, I'd say that's high enough. Uh, you notice at the last second, you see a, what does she have on her? What is she? This is Rudra, right? Gigantic is what she means. Uh, Giant woman. You yes. have a very, what would she throw? Oh, I know what you would throw. Um, you, you only notice it last second. Um, as without even like noticing, it was so quick. She just turns around and chucks a bottle, um, like a small little, small little bottle, um, straight at Reginald's head. And Reginald doesn't have, or just reacts fast enough to like look around and it hits you right in the, right in the head at a very like <laughs> fast pace. Do me a favor and roll another 2d6. Okay. Could I? Uh, Barry. Hey. Uh, Reginald, please roll me another 2d6. Nine again. Nine again. Uh, let's see. That's a pretty good pass. I rolled you, a three. You rolled a three? Yes. <laughs> so uh, this um, this hits Reginald in the head, and you managed to like stay up. It hit you so hard that if you wouldn't have passed that and rolled so high, you probably would have fallen to the ground. Um, but Bone Daddy, as it hits Reginald in the head, it hits him so hard and he's like absorbs, he doesn't absorb much of it. It pings straight off and it hits, um, it hits your little garden snake in the head as you're painting him. So it just like his head moves and the brush stays on there. Just a big streak goes across your meticulous painting. I like to think that Reginald but, was stink eyeing and headbutts the glass. <laughs> Which is kind of why it went off instead of just hitting and falling to the ground. Oh, I'm, man. I'm going to start work on the other side of the snake now to try and make it symmetrical. Like it was <laughs> totally on purpose. Got racing stripes now. Oh, yeah. He's going to go fast for a snake. <laughs> I mean, we all know that the red ones go faster, but like we can at least put a little <laughs> bit on the side for this guy. You need hot rod flames on that snake. <laughs> and Reginald, you will now have a uh, a bump slowly forming in the middle of your head as you look down to the ground, Tigre, with your camera, mm -hmm. and you see that what you threw was a bottle of aspirin straight at straight at his head. <laughs> So just like I'm a gonna small, take little some. bottle, just <laughs> straight in your teeth. And I want to ask Bone Daddy if he can paint a third eye on my forehead. <laughs> Do we have non-lead paint? Just one thing at a time, man. Just one thing at a time. And I'm still. Do like, we have non-lead paint? <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. They don't even make that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'm not well, a lead I based. <laughs> I'm not a lead based. <laughs> you know that uh, in the rival team, that Marwa Bone Daddy, your your rival, Marwa does a similar face paint sort of thing. Um, but hers is more colorful, a little bit more uh, safe. A, it is safe. You have seen the bottles, and you see that it is does say non toxic on there. Um, <laughs> and uh, you also know that the um, that it's all different colors. She goes with more of like a, a lively color instead of the more gaunt look the bone daddy goes for. We should steal hers. But we have two clumsy people on accident prone purpose. I would never sacrifice my artistic integrity. I would. Uh... <laughs> you would sacrifice his artistic integrity. Yeah. <laughs> probably up. multiple times. <laughs> so, uh, with that, you hear all right, okay, secular esoteric, you are up. Uh, lush tension, get ready, get ready. You have 10 minutes before you are on. Uh, 10 minutes before lush tension, you are on. And you see a little bit of movement from lush tension that is just over there, the, the creepazoids. Uh, Audrey, Audra, uh, Abby is no longer looking at you, but definitely. <laughs> She's been looking this entire time. The entire time. Uh, the pigeons still in the back. <laughs> She is now not in the mouth, but definitely in the hand. Every once in a while, you'll see her raise it um, and then raise her other hand to grab something and just keeps on going. You sure you just don't have your ex in your phone so we can call up the FBI saying Sally's been kidnapped? No. The pigeon has been kidnapped. <laughs> Why? Why are you so hung up on my ex, man? Just got to let it go. We need the FBI, man. No, we don't. Well, don't the last thing we need is the that. FBI. We don't need the FBI. I'm just throwing that out there right now, man. Look, the last thing I need is the FBI being on my tail again. I'm I'm done with that. I, I put that behind me. I, it's strictly a nonprofit organization now. We're doing it on the clean. I've already filed a complaint with PETA. <laughs> just one of those like looks snake. up from painting snake <laughs> about about them right uh, pigeon not snake all right, right? cool 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 oh, just called sally <laughs> not pigeon sally's dead <laughs> she was she was my backup singer when you guys left me oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh so uh what would you guys like to do as your new scene begins uh repaint the car to <laughs> shallow fanatical cushions wait what shallow fanatical cushions <laughs> all right so, i am I'm going to go see if Billy's okay. Like, I've gotten to the point where I, I'm content with the snake, but, like... Billy's going to get me my pigs. Yeah, he Billy's like, hurt. Like, got to go check him out. I, under, I understand that it's it's one of those things where it's, like, you want your pig, but, like... I'm I'm still a little care. shook up over, over the events uh, with our last band manager where I lost all of my money. Uh, 
And I'm so, pretty certain we didn't sign a contract with Billy to avoid that whole situation. Yeah, which is why, which is why, like, I want to, I want to take care of him. Like, look, if we, if we're gonna get him into this band and and break him the way that suits us, we need to Stockholm syndrome him a little bit and show <laughs> that we care. And so I'll be the good cop, you can be bad cop, but I'm gonna go over and make sure that Billy is doing uh, at least moderately well, or at least like make sure he can get to a medical tent. By the way, we fi- I figured out why Tigray doesn't have any money. It's all invested in his e- EDM bands right yeah, now. There's yeah, yeah. no liquid liquidation available at all. He's, he's stretched to the max. Mm-hmm. I like I it. Dig it. I like it. So you're checking your stocks on your apps <laughs> in the middle of getting everything ready. Yeah. So if you go over and see Billy, Billy is still aware we last left him. Uh, hand stuck down <laughs> the, the car. Um, he's like, um, he's like, hey guys, um, and you see a little bit of illumination from the from around his arm, from what you can only assume is his phone, and you also hear a faint buzzing noise from down there. Also, you're like, oh hey guys, um, things are going great here. Uh, you know, we're just a little, give me a little bit longer on that that uh, the the pig. You know, it's just you know a little bit of technical difficulty here. Uh, mostly the difficulty in being my hand stuck in the in the seat, but we're fine. We're fine. I think I found another pet for you, uh, Bone Daddy, down here. It's a little bitey, uh, darn sucker. And uh, perfect. As he, if you see a little bit of jerk, um, as if he's trying to hit something or swat something away, you hear a little bit of a squeak. Um, and uh, that's uh, he's just he's just there with his hand stuck there. I'll take it. Whatever you have, I'll I'll take it. I um okay okay uh, I'm gonna okay, help so you like... with your hand. I'm gonna help you get out. Okay, I'll help so him, I guess I'll I'll let go of the uh, phone, I guess, and I'll just okay. All right, just come here, come here, little buddy. Would this be considered Bone Daddy entering a new area? No, because I've been in the car before. Like I I came yeah, from probably, the car. Yeah, he probably made the little hole. Now, if if we were to get uh, if we were to get Billy over to the med tent. The med tent would be a new area, and then I would have to roll for it. But he seems pretty stuck in the in the vehicle. Like, mm. okay, all right, okay, and I got it. I got it. Oh my gosh, it's a lot larger than I thought it was. It's fine. It's fine. Only a hey. little bit of fighting. Oh, stop it! Stop it! So how how do you want to help Billy out of the? Uh... Clearly, I cut off his arm. Uh, no, no, I. Uh, I will, Hello, Rachel. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll kind of like hold the the cushions where they are and like press down on where I know some springs are, so that way there's not going to be a risk of like it getting him at all. Um, and just kind of help him get to a point where he can pull his arm out. Uh, and then once I get the whatever it is from him, I'll just leave him to his own device. <laughs> like, uh, you find your phone again. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so he goes and he goes and uh, because I think it'll be funny do me a favor and roll a 2d6 <laughs> him trying to that's a 4 between 2d6 yeah I got a 3 and a 1 a big fail sucks to that be is Billy an epic fail. if you have any dice take one away if you do not next roll is at disadvantage writing down disadvantage what the um, fuck did he find me with an epic fail? 
Oh, Reginald's always there with his lighter if you need something cremated. <laughs> Billy could be gone if you need. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Okay, all right. So, mm, but he passed. All right, so let's let's do the whole oh, with Epic Fail. Oh, it's just uh, it's, a, it's a decent pass, but it, between you, so it's, it has to be like a barely pass in between both of you. So what will happen is half a rat. She, because uh, trust me, I considered it. Um, he, uh, so he gets out, and uh, he he does end up getting out. Um, but what happens is that as you are helping him, a part of this spring, like you weren't anticipating. It, you know, it's a it's not a great car. You know, you you tried to sell it a lot, but no one would buy it. No, it was stupid enough. <laughs> yeah, and um, this. Uh, a part of the the car seat, a part of the spring just gives out and it latches out on his hand as he's going by. And um, between him and the rats, uh, it just leaves a huge, like a, a concerning gash along the bottom of his arm and a little bit. He, he, he saved most of the damage was onto him, but there's a small cut on the rats. And it's now much more unhappy than it was when it was just being held. <laughs> so there is like a concerning gash, like a like concerning to who though? Concerning to me. I'm still trying to be good cop here. <laughs> it is like I would say like a solid inch deep on his arm, bleeding. You can seal deep. it with paint. Just seal it with your paint, man. <laughs> like you've probably seen this with your cult members whenever they did something and it would hurt. This was like something that. Uh, you would have somebody stitch up. Yeah, uh, this is not I'm, a. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the rat and I'm gonna just kind of like grip it so that way it can't bite me. Like I don't know what to do with this thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rat and be like, all right, man, we need to get you to the medical tent. Come on. Uh, and then I'm gonna escort him to the medical tent. Um, get him a lightning bolt. T T Grace got his glove, some gloves that he pulled from his pocket out, and he's like, uh, you need to put some sanitizer on that. That's Oh, oh, he needs more than sanitizer. Dangerous. <laughs> and he is just like, it is just blood all, all right. over the backseat of the car. No, nope, no. Nope. as he walks. Gonna, gonna use my lifeguard. Good attribute. Go for it. I'm certified to save lives. Uh, when someone is injured or in danger, roll with advantage when helping them. So does that mean that I'm just rolling normally because I have disadvantage from my last roll? Yep. That's exactly what that means. Help him out, buddy. Hey, that's a seven. A seven? Mm -hmm. All right. That was just enough. All right. So you, uh, Mr. Snow is going to stop you, Bone Daddy. He's going to like, wait, 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 wait. I, I know this. I've, I fixed this type of thing before. And uh, you All will right. take out your first aid kit, which you've stocked, you've stocked up. Like you, you have, you have like a really nice, first aid kit because you work in pyrotechnics you kind of need it um but after you met these idiots you were like you know what i think i need more than what i have in here so you like you stocked it up with whatever allowance uh tigre gave you and so you take it out and you're like oh well i'm glad i got you know this type of stuff and uh with it you disinfect the area and you also disinfect the area with all of the rat bites all over his hand uh, there's a couple concerning ones. You might have to go get them and go get them and get a rabies shot at a later date. 
but aside right. from that you're able to very quickly you have some like some stitches that are like band-aids band-aid type thing you give him a blood thinner thinner so it, he stops bleeding so much like you are like practice at this like to the point where it's a little bit worrying like what did you do you know before this like you know how to do it. <laughs> i was in jail <laughs> for arson. Really? mr snow in jail really rj <laughs> <laughs> really? the universes are crossing man for it's arson, your first part this, it's all part of i was acquitted <laughs> i wanted to burn the first warehouse down but no <laughs> <laughs> With that, Billy's like, oh, God. And, you know, there's a little bit of a scream when you apply the antiseptic and all of that stuff because it is a oh. very concerning large thing. It's like, oh, don't be a bitch. God, God. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, you know, just like that sort of deal. <laughs> like, I was just like, just listen. I'll, I'll stitch it on three. One, two. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. All right. Listen, if you think this is going to hurt, the tetanus shot is going to be like 10 times worse. They get you a needle like that thick, and then they just jab you in the gut. What? Yeah. I'm just fine, I guess. Oh, Oh, no, wait. No, you know, well, the tetanus shot, then the rabies shot, the needle gets like twice as thick. Uh, Can I be knocked out for that? Do you think they'll get, like, I I can get knocked out? Well, you see the anesthesia plus the drugs might mix kind of weird so you're gonna have to be conscious for it i could hit you over the head really really hard yeah that be like, yeah can i go yeah oh after this yeah you'll, you'll knock me out and we'll go and they'll give me the thing and it'll be fun right okay all right okay all right well thank you mr snow we should Some probably update. take him to the medical i tent. can take him to the medical tent like, oh well, give me give me a second, guys. I still have to get my phone. I, I I'll, I'll fish it out. Maybe there's a big at the medical tent. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. That's a very good point, Mister Snow. Okay, let's go. Let's go see if there's a pig at the medical tent, Bone Daddy. You betcha. I'll lead. <laughs> I get I get bumped on my head, but I don't get taken to the medical tent. No, the fuck is this? <laughs> You probably should. Go. Care about Billy. You, oh, you, pro- <laughs> you probably should go to the medical tent. <laughs> no. This I is why we all take paint. you. You're gonna say no. <laughs> I want to steal the paint so I get my third eye. If, I, I, I give Mr. Snow a look like, oh, thank goodness, someone, someone in the band who, who I can kind of agree with once in a while. <laughs> What do you mean? Bone Daddy and Reginald are the most perfect people. <laughs> um, and then I guess as you're trying to dig around in the uh Mr. Snow's gonna try to get his phone, I'm like getting napkins out of the out of the uh, de- uh glove box and I'm like trying to clean the blood up like with gloves and and going for like a bag <laughs> to put it in. Salsa water on fabric. Life hack. I, I saw that one. <laughs> oh, no, you just pick up some things in jail. <laughs> he gets concerned. Look at his face. <laughs> I was acquitted. Come on. He was really saying he picked up some STDs, but hey. 
So as you guys do that, Bone Daddy, as you're walking past uh, with Billy, um, you'll hear um, a clapping just as you guys are walking by. Um, and you'll see Marwa standing there on the side, just being like, well, that was outstanding work from you guys. Can't even uh, go 10 minutes without getting somebody hurt somehow stupidly. Look, Marva, I don't know what kind of game you're playing here, but I'm just going to let you know something. Eventually, it always comes full circle. Everything that you're doing right now, it's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the ass. Trust me. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. You and your square world theory or whatever bullshit it is that you're trying to sell people on. It's not going to work. So just let it go, man. Just let it go. That's so 10 years ago, Bone Daddy, so 10 years ago. And she looks over the belly and, it's, and says, Hey, Billy, uh, which one do you think makes more sense? Going from, uh, from here, where you're standing, straight down this hallway, or starting here, going through uh, a lush tensions place around where Toy Drive Overdue was, all the way to that point and down the and down the the hallway which one do you think would be easier billy i swear to god if you answer that question i will put this snake in your mouth while you sleep <laughs> um <laughs> roll for uh, roll 2d6 okay the fact, you're, the fact you're still carrying the snake is, is interesting oh, no. <laughs> I'm also getting I have disadvantage. I have disadvantage, but oh, oh my gosh, he rolled a four. He rolled. <laughs> he lost to Billy. Oh my gosh, some uh, yeah, man. Billy. I'll win big later. It's fine. <laughs> right over his head. Right over his head. He's and, so uh, promising for not Doug. Man, I don't know like, how Reginald does it. I just can't. And being mean to people doesn't work out. <laughs> He's like, oh, right. Um, well, actually, T-Ray's always telling me I shouldn't go the long way around. I should just go straight when, you know, the road is straight. I know, crazy. You know, sometimes you don't know. You might want to you want, want to stop over there, but apparently that's the wrong way. So, yeah, yeah, I think going just straight down the hallway would, uh, would be fastest and the best way. Right? And he looks at you. And it completely does not pick up on any of the animosity on your face. And uh, Marwa is just looking at you with like such a smug smile on her face. And it's like, I, I, you know what? You are totally right, Billy. It would be the better one. Sometimes going the long round way is just not the way, you know? Gotta kind of come up with some new thoughts here. Look. I'm also getting over the fact that Bone Daddy said I've been in your situation before and got bit in the ass. It'll be fine. Is that your ex? No. <laughs> um, look, we're getting Snow's into brother. semantics here about about a, a, an ideology versus about a physicality and a directive location. It makes sense to go direct from point A to point B in in the physical. But in the metaphysical, that's when it starts getting all sorts of curvy. And as long as you just keep following that curve, you're going to keep winding back 
where you started. You're going to follow that great wheel, man. Oh, yeah, it seemed to work out for you, right? Started off at this world competition, did great. Started a... What? Uh, started a great, great religion. And then what happened again? You'll have to remind me what happened. Why did you stop? Oh, because I, I was found to be uh, fraudulent with all of the money that I was receiving through the cult. And and who who, who found you out? Who was the person who... Uh... I don't really see why that matters. Oh, man. I seem to remember a Mrs. Mrs. Bone Daddy. I remember a Mrs. Not Doug. Hmm. You know, full circle, oh, no. eh? Full circle. And now you're back here and... We'll see how that works out for you. And you want to know what? This time, something happens, I learned my lesson. Don't pick up groupies. And I hope you learn the same thing, and I'll wander off. <laughs> oh, I, well, I won't wander. I mean, I'm still escorting Billy to the medical tent. <laughs> Just, Just turn. Arm full of dried blood. It's like, well, good luck with that. Try not to uh, pick up any more FBI agents. And... Uh, she was undercover. <laughs> and you guys make your way to the medical tent. The medical tent will be um, past a lot out the hallway into one of the doors. And as you're walking by, um, you walk by one of the PAs and you hear a five minute warning, five minute warning, get ready, lush tension. You will be up next. You will be up next. And um, lush tension, you are up next. And um, you go off into the medical tent, or in this case, it's just a room separate. So like a, what you always see in video games where people think a, a medical room looks like. And you go in there and there's a few gurneys around and a couple of EMTs. And uh, when you walk in there, um, so where do you go to first? Kicks in. Yeah, where do you go to first <laughs> in this room? Well, clearly I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go to like, is there like a medical, uh, is there a medical staff currently here? Yeah, there's, there's a few EMTs on standby, yeah. Thank you, Jordan, for the sub. You're hey. great. I'm, I'm really happy. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll go over and talk to medical staff, but I really want to make sure that the medical staff is near, uh, like, if they have like any syringes or like anything else that looks harmful or dangerous, I want to be like approaching that person. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a guy who's um, putting away a couple of medical supplies, like packing them from his pack there. There's a couple syringes there, and as you're approaching him to be like, "Hey, can you you know here's my buddy? Can you can you help him out?" And the other guys are you know, starting to notice this man with dried blood all over his forearm. Uh, I would like you to roll. Uh, what is it? What is it exactly? It, you said flip a coin, but we can do highs or lows. Yeah. Whichever one is easiest for you. Uh, I'm going to do the lows because I've been rolling low this entire time. So I'm, I'm counting on my luck. That's a one. Hey. So nothing breaks. So, hey, real, uh, real quick. Uh -huh. Can I do the thing for Yes. Jordan? Go for Do it. Do the thing Go for Jordan. Because Jordan, when we get subs or new follows, Greybeard does a thing. So Dr. Gear made me this uh, this uh, mall here. And when we get new followers, this guy gets hit in the face. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and coincidentally, that is the same sound 
you hear a bone daddy as you trip and you hit this metal tray straight head on um <laughs> causing everything on that tray to then flip um somehow you manage to also uh get some stuff to hit this emt who was organizing all of that thank you very much and uh he is somehow some way stabbed by these things that are just like that were covered somehow it came off in the process of you hitting it i think your forehead pinched it off as the force flung it off stabbed him in the gut um as he was falling uh forward but then you hit him back and it's just a whole sequence of events that was very messy and honestly it's impressive how messy it was and uh, you end up breaking several syringes a couple of vials with some sort of liquid inside of them and uh, stabbing this emt in the stomach with a syringe along one fell swoop so like i've have i like split have i split the skin on my head open um mostly you did roll a one yes so but yes. but i called the one as the success so That's it was that yeah, yeah yeah so it's it was one of those things where i'm more curious like do i have blood coming down my face like i'm wearing skull i'm like i'm wearing like the the corpse paint so now do I have, like, realistic-looking blood that's also on my face as well? You know what? I want you to make you roll for it. Yeah, you do. Yes! Yes! <laughs> so I have this rat. I have blood on my corpse face and just... The snake. Yeah, and a snake. And, and I'm just... I need to go get his phone. <laughs> I just steadily exit scene, just holding these two creatures. <laughs> And, and the like, snake, um, the snake has like the corpse paint makeup on it as well. Still, and there's the rat that's just with like, racing straps. The rat's just trying to like move and get out, and I'm just like trying to hold on to it. So it's just I need to go get his phone. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves. Just leave. and, and Billy's like, um, uh, yeah, okay. And as you're walking off, you hear Billy be like, hey. Um, as the EMTs start like being like, what happened to you? Are you okay? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 it's fine. Uh, Mr. Snow took care of me. Which is very ominous when you say it without context. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mr. Snow took care of me. Um, do you, would you guys happen to have like a pig around here? Are the last things you hear as you walk away. And uh, you walk straight past. And uh, while that was happening, uh, what, uh, what was up with you guys over in the lot? I want to steal paint. You want to steal paint? What did you want to do? And what are you doing? I was cleaning the blood that was all over the car. uh, And, uh, yeah. What was... Oh, uh, he was fishing out uh, Billy's phone from the seat. Oh, right. Uh, You know, because I made Billy's hand. You know, as you put it in there... Uh, roll, uh, roll 2d6. You don't have anything for, for perception, right? Nope. Uh, three and five is eight. Eight. Hey, that's good. So, um, you go in and you find out that it's not really that it's like you're, you're, you're trying to figure out how he got his hand stuck down here. Cause you put your hand down and you pick it up like pretty fine as you like very carefully like stick your hand down and pick it back up. Cause you you're thinking like, oh, maybe it's like one of those finger trap things that when you put it in and you take it out that's where the real trap is you're thinking it's like one of those things but like the farther you put in your hand that never happens 
let's put it down and pick it up and put it down and then you like reach down and you get the phone um and you hear a little bit more squeaking down there which is a little bit concerning but not really your, your problem um and you pick up the phone and uh you're like how do i and as you're picking up the phone you you do it like horizontally and your hand gets stuck a little bit and but then you like rotate it around and then you take it out that way and you're like was he just was could he have just rotated his hand the entire time oh billy what do we pay you for we don't pay him yes we pay, we <laughs> yeah, pay him pay because we always know that he won't be the one to eat the last cookie out of the jar he just can't get his <laughs> hand out of it <laughs> oh he has his hands in the jar he's like Look, guys <laughs> i just wanted a cookie <laughs> Like just open your hand, Billy. Just open it. It'll come out. It's like, but then I'll drop the cookie, Billy. Guys. Oh <laughs> and so that's that's what been, what has been happening back here, and uh, the blood. It's gonna take you like a full round if you want to clean up the whole all of the blood, Tigre. I I can't not clean up all the blood. It's <laughs> the OCD thing. So because I can't get back in this vehicle if it's there's blood. So <laughs> Tigre's out for the round. That's fine. And Reginald, what are you doing during this time? Gonna try and steal the non-lead-based paint, cause I'm not an idiot. All right, then, cause you're not an idiot. All right, go, uh, go for it. Um, try to roll me two d six to see how sneaky you are getting over there. Eight. Eight. And let's see, you're clumsy, right? Yeah. Not clumsy. Yeah, you are clumsy. You are we clumsy? Clumsy. Yeah. I thought Snow was the other clumsy one. That's why. Wait. Yeah. Snow is the other clumsy one. Yep. They're both. Bone Daddy's accident prone. Oh. It's whenever oh, we try okay. and do acrobatic or dexterous stuff, we have a chance of failing. He just fails whenever he enters an area. I mean, sometimes it's a win, depending on how you look at it. Great <laughs> wheel true. solves it's all. True. All full circle, man. Full, full circle. circle. Everything comes full circle. Did you roll that with disadvantage then, Barry? Nope. Roll it with disadvantage for me. Five? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see how observant these guys are. Oh, they're observant. All right. Don't even have to roll for the rest of them. That was a nine. Uh <laughs> I don't like using real dice. I must prefer roll 20. <laughs> <laughs> So as uh, you guys, uh, as you start sneaking by, um, you oh. get in and you start like, you're pretty small. And so you're like trying to use these boxes. You're sneaking in, you're sneaking through. And um, uh, uh, Tigre, can you roll 2d6 for me? Sure. I saw someone else had to roll 2d6. I got hit in the head by an aspirin bottle. Well, that was a little bit preemptive. I'm all with the doubles today. Double twos, so four. Double. All right. Okay. Good to know. And uh, can you do a 2d6 at a disadvantage for me, RJ? 2d6. So for this, I do four. Four at a disadvantage? Four? All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, good to know. So... Um, so if I get caught, I'm gonna be pretending to be just be walking around scratching, stretching, like, oh, how I end up here? And uh, as you're walking by, you get like pretty far in, and you're closing in on, on Marwa's 
like she's actively painting her face and uh you know she's actively painting her face because you can see her as you're sneaking by and it's really strange because like it's almost like she's looking at you as she's doing it like just head tracking everywhere you're going but you're like you're totally sure you're reginald of course you're sneaking by and uh as you get closer and closer and she just looks at you as you're doing this or at least you think she's just like incidentally turning her head as she's painting in the same direction you are and uh, she lets you get closer and closer until uh uh she's like hello reginald oh, that, oh. you here how'd i get here oh, i thought i was still back on my oh, a bit lightheaded since i got hit by can i have some paint <laughs> you would like some paint that's what you said <laughs> or what is Pone daddy finally giving up on his mixing of lead and paint everyone knows his secret he does it we, he does it himself he has lead he doesn't have paints I'm here for paints for bone daddy for me for you and what would you possibly need face paint for? To help your guys' chances of winning, because you need all the help you can get. <laughs> I'm sure you have that uh, that phrase mixed up there. I'll, I'll look past it. Because right, I'm curious as to what you're going to paint. An eyeball. Um, noggin. And she, like, she looks at you. She's tall so she like but she is sitting so let me stink eye her <laughs> she can't look at my face i'm gonna stink eye her with my third eye <laughs> stink eye her all right and what are you trying to do with the stink eye intimidate her into giving me pain all right go for it come on stink eye oh it's not looking good team it is oh a seven <laughs> Started off as a two. It started off as a two. <laughs> started off as a two. All right. Um, roll one d6 for me and tell me what you got. That's unlucky. Three. That's very. I can say that's unlucky. It's like, oh, it looks like I rolled a six. I did roll a six. <laughs> that's unlucky. <laughs> oh. Uh, so. Uh, the We're a bit I... rusty, team. <laughs> the uh, sink guy doesn't necessarily work. But uh, she is curious and she's like, I will let you have this face paint if I, if you let me paint the eye on you. No, I'm not an idiot. Oh, well. I do not trust you one bit. Because last time, Bone Daddy let me do that to him. He did not look like Bone Daddy. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> I'm sure you were just trying to make him look better. No, I, I, I was just being a dick. Oh, well, you know. And that's what I drew. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not hard to make a fool of Bone Daddy. He does a good enough job. I mean, have you looked at his face? He comes out in public like that. You just Better look than yours, over and, you see and I'm going to do finger guns and walk away. <laughs> I was going to say, like, at that part, you would look out, like, camera pans over, and there's this bone daddy with a rat and a snake, and the snake's, like, trying to get at the rat. Just, no. <laughs> and uh, I would like, um, 
high with a like if T grade, uh do me a favor and roll uh two D six at advantage for me. At advantage. Alright. Are you putting the rat and the snake in your mouth? See, I haven't gone that far ahead, but we'll work through it. <laughs> five, so nine. Nine. All right. So as uh, you're cleaning this up, um, you start hearing the sounds of the PA go saying, all right, lush tension, you are up. Lush tension, you are up. Um, and as you hear that, uh, you go to check the time to see how long it is until you have to go up. Um, and instead of checking your, your phone, you take off your, your latex gloves and you go into your pocket to take out your watch and look at it. And uh, not there. Oh, mother hugger. Not again. Who got my watch this time? It's inside the rat. Okay. And with that, Bone Daddy, you're making your way back up the 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 hall and behind you lush tension is walking out and you have um a couple of members of the other two bands that have well the first band that already performed you have a couple of them just scattered about um as you walk back and with that we start our next scene and you hear the voice say all right lunch tension up volcanic vessel get ready 10 minute 10 minute warning volcanic vessel and uh with that the new scene what would you guys like to do I just remember this back to 10 years ago where shit was going our way. <laughs> I'd like to say that you said that about the watch and my blood pressure actually rose. I, I can feel it in my head. <laughs> this happened 10 years ago. Years ago and this exactly. Mr. Whiskers was used and we don't have a Mr. Whiskers. So, so for folks out there, my character is superstitious. And he can't go on without the watch. So now, now it's the uh, the wrench in the works. It and, is. Uh, a uh, for for mechanics' sake, uh, superstitious. It is disadvantage on every roll, except for finding the anything you are doing to find actively find the watch. That is when you roll disadvantage on anything but that. Yep. So it is a little bit crippling. Yeah, I I look at snow. And he'll be like, um, you wouldn't have happened to, you know, my watch, it's a pocket watch and chain. It, you seen it anywhere? No. <laughs> I, I've been like looking through this phone. Do you know that Billy has like five different ringtones for everyone? I completely believe that. Watch, I must. And he's starting to, <laughs> I start to look around for said watch. All right, uh, do me a favor and roll a 2d6 to see what you find. Come on. I've changed his autocorrect, so every time he types in Billy, he types in butt. <laughs> he was the original member. <laughs> and, and now I, 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 even though the watch is the most important thing, the OCD thing comes in and I'm like, I take the phone. Start fixing his autocorrect for him, changing the settings, and and the whole time I'm sweating because I'm like, must find watch, gotta I'll, find the watch. Can I help uh, Tigre find that watch? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Roll two d six. What did you get, Tigre? Uh, five. 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 Yep. I got ten. 
Ooh. Ooh, we got nice. It. So, uh, with a 10, is something fancy happening on a 10? Look at me. Doesn't get an extra dice? Yeah, you do get an extra dice for rolling a 10. Yeah. So add one to your die pool up to two. All right. So, uh, between you two, you are looking and Tigray, you're just a little bit distracted from autocorrect looking, autocorrect looking. But you, Mr. Snow, uh, you're kind of used to this. Um, people would think that they would be able to take your stuff and take your roommate's stuff. Um, and, uh, you're used to looking for the small little details to see which one of those chumps, uh, was unlucky enough to be stupid enough to do it. So, uh, you're looking around and you see, um, it, there's a lot of blood on the ground, much to the, uh, chagrin of Tigre, and he's been actively trying to clean it up. And you see that somewhere where he already cleaned, there's a bit of red there. And you're not really used to seeing red. None that, Bone Daddy doesn't use colors. And Reginald uh, doesn't like the color red on Tuesdays. And today's a Tuesday. So um, you're just like, why is there red paint? And like, you know, it's red because it hasn't done that crusty dried thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just that nice, bright red. And so you go over to it and you look at it and you rub it a little bit and you go like that. You inspect it. You look at it and you're like, this is not a regular red. I know this red. This red is what you use to make uh, make the colors pop a little bit more and for the smoke to turn into a color during pyrotechnics. This is a, someone who does pyrotechnics. And you like, you grab it, you... Unpowder... That's lead. That's lead. That's <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'd recognize the taste of mercury anywhere. <laughs> Only one person is stupid enough to use lead in their things. Only one person Bone is Daddy. stupid enough to make a four to three ratio. <laughs> and who does that? Who does that? And you're like, much your char grin. It's not human, Humza. As much as you would love to go over and be like, you idiot. It was actually the only other person you know who does pyrotechnics in their show. And they are from Secular Esoteric. It would be, uh, no, not them. It would be Aerith, Aerith Parks. You know that they also do pyrotechnics. And now that you think back to when you've seen their show, you thought something was a little bit off. And now you know why. Four to three ratio. Dumb. Stupid. Amateurs. So Amateur. Amateur. So you know that uh, someone, most likely, this person has been in your area at some point they were here. And at some point, they left this mark right behind where T-Ray was working. Okay, Tigre, I think I know where your watch is. <gasps> you do? Wait, and he almost hugs you, and then he thinks about it, and... Yes, they... I'm slightly dirty. It's fine. It is those succulent suckers over there who took it. That didn't... That insult <laughs> was better in my head? <laughs> you, mean, you mean secular esoteric? Wait. Yes. Why would they take my phone? Your watch. Sabotage. 
Oh, my watch. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, wait. Uh, well, um, where's Reginald? Can he, he usually handles this kind of thing? Turns, looks. I'm back at the car painting our new name. <laughs> uh, selfish, lackadaisical vegetables. <laughs> I love this random word generator. It's amazing. <laughs> See, third eye blind was written on there and then quickly crossed out. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Because I didn't get my paint. Uh, missed it. Selfish what? Lackadaisical vegetables. What would you like to do? Um, I look at Mr. Snow like, um, should we get Reginald and, and go confront them? Yes. Or Bone Daddy's coming back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point you have got We're getting the band back together. (laughs) (laughs) There's no time for chuckling. Um (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, yeah, Bone Daddy, you are entering the lot as you see uh Tigre very animatedly talking. His OCD, his energy that you always know is buzzing under his skin <laughs> is like starting to act up a ton. Reginald is painting. Have, Reg- Reg- I have they blood sp- coming down my face that's kind of like dried up. I have this rat that's just squirming in one hand and then I have a snake. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I kind of like look around and I'll just stuff the snake into like the coat pocket that I have on my on my dilapidated suit. <laughs> oh, thank God. To just like, this, okay. On this angle. It doesn't look like you're going I to. I know. I realized that, which is why I had to enunciate where I was There's putting this snake. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> my boot. Uh, uh, but then I will, I'll take this other rat uh, and I'll say, um, do you know if there was a, if there was another rat in inside of that chair? I think I got a plan, but I need two rats. <laughs> do you have any paint that's still like kind of fresh? What? I mean, it's all fresh. It's all it's all the newest stuff, man. Like I, I'm gonna try and get a bit on my paintbrush to do the dot on the eye for lackadaisical. Okay. Just to make it look more perfect. Uh, and then yeah, I testing do... out my red on a Tuesday. <laughs> I am I am gonna be looking in the seat for another rat. All right. There's one in there. By the way, Tigre. Yes. We've got some stuff to do, right? Gotta find my watch. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> Even though we just spoke about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because he was standing there waiting for you to respond. Because normally you're like, boom, explode over the tiniest little... <laughs> like, oh, a little, little bit of red. Let's see. <laughs> no, no, it's a Tuesday. Definitely not. <laughs> And this is my big thing, and you're just like, bah, whatever. <laughs> it's been 10 years, man. This happened 10 years ago, and last time this happened, Mr. Whiskers got covered in glitter, and I had to cremate it in. So... <laughs> every time we go to a... Every time we go to a... It's like... You lose your watch. It's like the Vietnam flashbacks. It's like <laughs> clockwork. Oh, my gosh. This hey, always happens. So concerned. <laughs> so concerned. And, yeah, My black just- cat. Got covered in glitter. Yeah. Did you know glitter's flammable? You probably should because you're a pyrotechnic person. So is a cat. Fake cat, though. I 
uh, t- like you said, Tigray's buzzing because he has that energy bunny, energizer bunny kind of thing uh, trait, and so he okay. like looks like he's gonna just have an aneurysm if you don't start moving. <laughs> Slowly start walking over, <laughs> and I and then I wait. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking backwards, looking at the painting of the name. Going, something just doesn't seem right. <laughs> and uh, roll me a uh, roll me a two d six to see if you can catch one of these oh, rats. All right. Uh, am I at disadvantage still? Have you rolled at disadvantage before? Yes. Well then, no. But that, but the last time I rolled with disadvantage, I got two ones. So am I still at disadvantage? Oh, that's right. You did roll two ones. Uh, I'm see, fine with it. I'm fine with being at disadvantage still. Uh, I want to yeah. see you get extra rats, though. Yeah, you would be. <laughs> Eight. Three. Oh, it no. was an eight or a three, and the disadvantage brought it down to a three. So I'm totally okay with that. Oh, it's just perpetual epic fails. Look, Bone Daddy, <laughs> we established in his backstory that his prime was ten years ago. I think everyone's prime was because we've been failing terribly. It's because the rules yeah. have changed. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh. One to three, four to six. One to three, four to six. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say three. Three. All right. Okay. Good to know. All right. So you go in and uh, you try to find, try to catch this, this rat and you're going for it and you're going for it and you think you finally have the sucker cornered and then you finally go in for the kill and your hand goes through a hole that you didn't know was there and you're like, you're almost shoulder deep in here and you're like, you start looking around. And then you go a little bit farther and just the tips of your fingers start touching something cold and just smooth. And you're like, what is that? What is it? It feels a little bit familiar. That's not a rat. And so you go a little bit more in and you can't really figure out what it is. And you take out your hand and like you lean back um, to be like, what just happened? And you don't hear the squeaking anymore, not from in front of you at least. And then, but you do hear squeaking. So you turn, like, you lean down and you look under the car and you see a rat tail just scurrying away. And then you look a little bit more down. And as you have your hand on the ground, like, to see what's happening, you're like, this feels familiar. And you look down under the car and there's just a big hole there now. (laughs) It just rusted through. And you're like, and you go in and you, like, you feel around and you're like, Yep, there's a hole there too. That's, <sighs> that's just great. That's well, the car I got at a discount, which got you fired. Yeah. Probably <laughs> uh, worth what what you paid for it. And so I reckon me carving a name in there made it even worth more, to be honest. Uh, teach their own. It's autographed. Um, so what I want to do. So I okay. I want to try and use my snake charmer ability on the restless rat that I have to calm him down enough for me to give him tiny little corpse paint as well. 
do it to it. It'll be a straight roll since you have disadvantage. Okay. That's a six. Oh, it's a pass. So uh, you get this. I'll, I'll roll just, you know, see how the wreck does. Come on, little buddy. I'm really <laughs> counting on you. He's a little bit unruly. It's not going to come out exactly how you want it to come out. Oh, I know. Because he is squirming a little bit too much for you to uh to get many of the finer details, but you can get the general idea okay. onto this guy. Got it. Got it. Got on it. His face. All right, and uh, RJ and Tigre, you head over to uh, Secular Esoteric's area, and Secular Esoteric uh just performed, and uh, they're still not back. So you enter an empty lot, and when you enter this empty lot. Um, they are, there's a lot, there's not glitter here, but cause that's not in the, it's not like in fashion anymore. What you see, it's a lot of like mermaid skin, a lot of that shifting, shifting colors. And it goes from like this blue to this green, uh, to a little bit of pink. And there's a lot of that all over the place. Um, some curtains in certain areas, there's a band, um, there's like a, it's not so much a trailer, but more like a very long bed of like something you would see almost at like a, a behind an 18 wheeler and stuff like that in the back mm. with a bunch of boxes and stuff like that. Um, you see like a portable tent where you think they get dressed and stuff. So uh, you have probably the first half of this. You probably have maybe another four or five minutes before the band starts coming back. What do you do? What do you think, Snow? Is it a tent? Do we split up? I'll take the tent. You take the uh... Eddie over there. The truck? Oh, okay. okay. All right. So you guys split up. And uh, when you walk into the tent, uh, Mr. Snow, you see a lot of clothes all over. It's almost blinding. It kind of hurts your eyes a little bit looking in here. Just because it's just like wherever you look, it's just shifting colors all over the place. It's like looking at a real life kaleidoscope. That's what your life is right now. It's yep. It's just like you walk in, you have your phone out uh, to try and like see in the dark, and it's just like it's shifting glittery. It's just it's, it's like sun flares in your eyes, and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be unpleasant. And um, you see a couple of boxes over in the corner, um, and like a chest which uh, you think is going to be your best bet if you would like to search those. Sure. Go I'll search it. the chest first. Uh, uh, the chest is actually eight. a mimic. <laughs> Pops open the chest, tongue lolls up. Well, fuck. Oh, no. Roll for initiative. All right. And what do you roll? I got an eight. An eight? Good, good. So you search in there. You're looking... There's a lot of mermaid skin, a lot of mermaid, more mermaid skin, uh, a, a couple of um, things you'd rather not be touching of clothing attire. And then you search the bottom of it and you you hit around and you hear a, a weak bottom or a false bottom. And so you you open it up. Uh, you throw everything that's in throw everything in the chest out and you take out this false bottom and inside uh, you see, like a, a, like a large book, and you're like, well, that's interesting. And you look inside of it, and you see a lot of photos of people, just like random people, like far away photos, 
from like a long lens. Oh, that's not creepy. And uh, <laughs> you see like some of them, uh, like they're not looking at a camera. It's totally all candid that they have no idea these pictures were taken. And uh, you keep flipping and there's some numbers and some dates, or at least you think they're dates, uh, some letters, some sequences, and a couple of uh, markings on the, like almost like a, a not an, a big X over the uh, the photo, but there are just some worrying things on these uh, these photos. I don't like this at all. And uh, and you just see like some more just weird stuff there. A couple of tokens, a couple of of uh, just booklets with with different names in them and photos of similar lurking people. And uh, that's just what you find at the bottom of this chest. What did Bone Daddy say? His ex-wife was a FBI agent. Just ask him to call her about this later. Like, tuck it into the back of my pants. <laughs> uh, if I look at the false bottom of this chest, how big is it? Like, just enough to fit the book, right? Yeah, basically. I kind of want to be an asshole. <laughs> okay. Do it. If I can, could I possibly like rig one of those like little devices to billow out smoke as they yank the false bottom out? You yeah, 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 you can definitely do that. Just roll a yeah, inner snow is coming out. Yeah. I'm gonna eat the diet. Hey. Uh, nine. I used uh, my the dice that I saved up. All right. So you are going to, uh, yeah, you rig it up. It works fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when somebody does it, it will definitely start billowing out some snook smoke. And then I'll just stuff the rest of the clothes back in, shut the trunk, and then make my way over to Gray T. All right, and T Gray, uh, you pop up and you see a whole bunch of boxes. And it, it, you're like OCD is a little bit like starting to kick in a little bit, but it's it, but you're worried for your pocket watch and your focus is on this pocket watch. So I would like you, um, because you're on a time limit, um, you can use Energizer Bunny to search through all of these crates um, to give you advantage instead of disadvantage. And uh, give roll two d six at advantage and see what you find in this group of boxes. Thing I have advantage. That was four. Come on, seven. Seven. All right, that's a pass. So uh, you're cutting it down close. You're looking in. You're looking in. You go. You go. You go. And um, under one of the lids of something, you pick it up and you see your pocket watch there. You're like, yes. Uh, and you grab this pocket watch and you look and you look and you're. It's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, because it was only a seven, you don't notice something else that was on that lid. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, uh, you get that. There's just a little bit of uh, some smuts on your hand, but like you don't even worry about it. You just clean it off uh, with some hand sanitizer. Don't even pay attention to what. And you, you grab it, and uh, you you exclaim like, "Yes, I got it!" <laughs> and uh, you go to find RJ or Mr. Snow, who is coming <laughs> out uh, from the tent, very looking satisfied. Oh, we, wait, I retrieved it. We 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 should go. Yeah, we should go. <laughs> we should go, we should go. I finally turn up after my slow walk back looking at the new side. <laughs> He's about to step into the area we're in and we just kind of come past him. Oh. <laughs> As you walk out uh, of the area, just walking past, uh, secular esoteric starts making their way in. 
So just on the nick of time, you got in and got out of there without anyone noticing. And so you head back to your area and uh, you hear, okay, five minute warning, five minute warning for uh, not Doug, not Doug, five minute warning. So you guys have five minutes to do whatever you wish. And Billy is uh, gonna come running in and he's gonna see you, Reginald. He's like, uh, like uh, breathing very hard. And he's like, okay, okay, all right. Whew, they gave me some meds, so this wouldn't hurt. A little loopy. Um, but I did get, um, I couldn't find you a live pick. Well, I did find you a live pick, but it can't be here right now. Traffic is really awful and we just don't have time for me to run out there. I mean, I can run out there. I just don't think I'll, it'll, I'll be back in time. Um, and so I, but I did manage to find you uh, just some just some pork, some cooked pork. And he like <laughs> sends you like a couple of plates with a bunch of cooked pork on it in different ways. I'm gonna knock it to the ground because I asked for a full pig. I didn't want it sliced. <laughs> so knock it to the ground. <laughs> like, all right, okay, you crazy artist types never know what you're gonna do. Um, and uh, Billy is gonna continue on. He's like, hey, hey, uh, did you guys get my phone out of the car? No. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get my my phone. Pig? So... Wait, wait. Are we all there? Yeah, yeah. You're all back. Oh, here. Oh. I throw Billy his phone. Okay. Oh, sweet. Oh man. Whew. Hey. <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of missed calls. Okay. All <sighs> right. He just starts going onto it and start like uh, calling everyone, making sure things are okay. Things are okay. Everything's fine. Uh, but he's totally <clears> available. Always. <throat> So I was thinking, call him. his mom? Even <laughs> his mother wouldn't want to call him. He's useless. Whoa, that's a little harsh. I wanted a pig, okay? And he got me pieces of a pig. He's bumpered the bumper traffic. For a jigsaw, okay? And I do jigsaws. How attached are we to the car? I fucking hate uh, this thing. It lost. Cool. Me, it cost me my job. I had so, a sweet gig before this. I was thinking, as a finale, we blow it up. <laughs> Will said explosion also set the roof on fire. It might, because that is a very key point. We need the roof on fire. It. I could probably do something. That's why we lost. We could, we could probably burn the house down if that's what you mean to do. Starting with the roof. Yes, that's how this typically goes when you burn a house down. I, I'm assuming that Tigre does not know this plan. <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> I, I think you're no just like, in your world texting. Like, yeah. I, I, was, I was literally going to come talk to you about this pyro technician thing and be like, I want the roof on fire in song one, house for song two, and nothing in song three. Wait, so well, it can still be going during song three. Just version one. We should really just leave it up to the finale. Like we are the finale. It's more of a statement. I mean, like we blow the car up during our final set. We need. It's more impactful that way. You're new to. Painstaking 
fierce, tawdry minister, but we need the roof on fire and set one. Trust Bone Daddy's decision. I turned to Bone Daddy. Is this really your decision? I'm, you want this car gone at set one? I'm painting a rat and I look over at you. Hmm. Huh? Um, oh, are we still doing that plan? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, sure. He just goes back to painting his rat. No sense of tension and build up. Fine. I'll, I'll have it blow up during set one. <laughs> what is tension and build up? We've never had tension and build up in this band. I'm not familiar with those musical terms. <laughs> go hard or go home. 150% from day one. <laughs> I just play bass. Tigray's taking happy uh, selfies <laughs> with his watch and posting them. <laughs> I should probably go. <laughs> I should probably check my microphone because I remember 10 years ago something happened to <laughs> Equipment check. Equipment check. Equipment check. Mic check. One, two, one, two. In the Vietnam flashbacks, microphone got damaged. <laughs> everything, uh, everything seems to check out. You guys use your last minutes uh, setting up everything for the performance. You check all your equipment make sure everything's fine any last minute things uh you would like to do no nope. i mean okay. i gotta put a snake in my mouth for the opening <laughs> set so what about the rat the rat is going in my hat oh snap yep and make sure you god i hope it i really hope that it mines well because otherwise <laughs> i'm just gonna have this really pissed off rat just like gnawing away at my skull Pulling your hair, making you move. Yeah. <laughs> a whole Ratatouille situation. It actually improves your bass playing. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I have. I have the goal. I have the goal. I'm gonna try and get this rat to Ratatouille me. Oh my gosh. Yep. That is. That is Bone Daddy's plan. <laughs> and so, as you guys uh, do all your finish, uh, finishing touches, you hear the. All right. Okay, not done. Come up to the front. Come up to front. Uh, final performance going on. Let's go. Let's go. And you guys start following um, this band, this backstage manager as uh, she leads through through this maze of hallways, finally to get to the stage. And as you get closer, it's just you hear a muffled, wah, wah, wah. you hear a muffled sound as you get closer and then uh, you get finally to the backstage, they open the doors and it's just like a wall of sound hits you. That is something you haven't experienced ever, but the closest you can ever compare it to is the first time you ever competed in these, or you competed in the finals of Worlds. This is the first time you, f you feel this amount of energy, Mr. Snow. It is the most exhilarating feeling you've ever had of all this buzz of energy of people just screaming and chanting not dog 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 not dog dog not dog you just hear a lot of that and you hear the hype man up front and it's like are we all ready for not dog and you're whoa and you guys are just let up all um all of your instruments are there and billy's there and like screaming at you guys over the crowd and it's just like okay everything's ready at least i think it is Good luck! And uh, he goes for a high five with his bad hand. Oh, and, I, uh, I entered into a new area. Oh. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Go for it. Stay away from my microphone. Okay. 
Uh, I was doing lows is good, and I got a one again with my own luck. So we're good. Nothing happens. Oh, oh, oh. All yeah, yeah. Right. Except they called out name wrong, which we're cuddly, smitten kittens right now because that's what the internet. <laughs> it's fine. And so you guys head up, and uh, with that, we will enter the performance, the main stage performance. Ooh, um, there are you roll 1d6 each you can use your extra die you have in your dice pool but you only roll one die six you can use your specialty if you haven't used your good attribute you can use your good attribute um to add an extra die or to get advantage on your rolls and uh to start off with we start off there are three songs you have the prime you have the hype and you have your climax so for the prime is the easiest you only have to roll um, everyone has to roll a six to get an unforgettable performance, a five to get an amazing performance, a four to get a great performance, or a, a three for average, um, and anything below that is a bad performance. But overall, you guys just need a certain level. And I'll tell you what happens after you tell me uh, what your roles are. So what song do you want your first performance to be? Well, because we're setting the roof on fire and blowing the car, we'll go with Fire, Water, Burn by Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. To make it legit. So if you want to do your pyrotechnic skill. You only get it sure. once once per We only need to set something on fire and then I think we're good. <laughs> yep, you only need one. And uh give me your scores after you roll your one dice. What's your, what's your good skill? My good skill was lifeguard. I used it to help Billy oh, yeah. out. And we we have plus two die to the pool. So, well, you guys do. I got. Yeah. Well, I've still got a, I've still got lucky, and I can stink out of the crowd and disdain while the roof is on fire. <laughs> Bar the doors, cause we're in this for the long haul, bitches. Cause it's not the first time I've stink out a full crowd. <laughs> and remember, it gets harder as we go on. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish I were a fish. All right. So, what did you guys roll for your first? one die or however many you want to use for this first roll we're doing the pyro thing first to see how i was gonna do the pyro thing in the middle oh in the middle yeah because it it would probably be like at the end of the first set we're going into the because you said you need the house on fire during the first set you never said i need the roof on fire (laughs) yeah you need the you need the roof on fire during the first uh, during the first set you never specified when during the first set fair enough (laughs) <laughs> I'll stink out people after you set things on fire because they'll try and run and we got to stop. <laughs> uh, I got a four. All right. I um, got a six. Are we rolling one die for this? Yep, one okay. die. Five. Nice. Six. Six. Nice. Ooh. Nice. 21 was that? Yep, 21. So. Uh, you guys, let's see, you need six for that, right? Six times four, six times. You guys have an amazing performance for your first one. Everyone, the crowd is just like, Doug, Doug, and you guys start playing and it dies down a little bit, but then you guys start playing and there's a roar. They're like, whoa, this is the new newest music they've heard from you guys. in the first time in basically 10 years that they've heard new sets by you guys. So they're just like losing their minds. Finally, a new song from Not Doug is out. And you guys have an amazing performance, my friends. 
All right. So I'm doing the the drums through the guitar, mm -hmm. and Mr. Snow is playing the synth or the the uh, the, the keyboard. Yes. Uh -huh. All right, and then we got bass and <laughs> and singing. Okay. Yeah. All so, right, so you guys have an amazing performance to start with. All right, and now we're transitioning into the second song. What song are we choosing for the hype song? Burning Down the House. <laughs> Burning Down the House. Uh, I would like to say that uh, what I have done with this snake in my mouth <laughs> and this ratatouille rat is that uh, when we announce our second song, I imagine like the lights go dim. Uh, and there's just one floodlight from underneath me to really help, like, look, make my face look elongated and kind of gaunt. And I'll extend my jaw down and the snake will just kind of spill out and then just kind of still be in my mouth. But there is just a smaller skull painted face snake thing. So it's like the mother alien that has this little one shoot out. <laughs> with like purple black light. Yeah, with purple black light. And it's just... <laughs> And like the hat comes off, and there's just this little rat that's pulling at my hair, ratatouille style. Like, we'll have the the camera zoom. Like everyone, will, you'll hear a collective gas from the crowd, and then the camera will zoom in on you. The flying drone will zoom in on your mouth, and it'll pop up on the screen behind you, and everyone will go like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try and get some like Tuvan throat singing in while I'm starting up the baseline. Can I? I'm gonna time the explosion with the first bass riff. Absolutely. Yes. Go for it. Doing it. I don't know how I got here with the snake and the rat. I'm glad I didn't have two rats. We're here now. Because that chick put a pigeon in her mouth. We wanted to one up. And you remember, uh, you guys still have access to your duets and your solos if you feel like you need more Ooh. dice for your rolls. I'm going right. to save it for the fun for now. All right, feel free. Uh, give me your rolls and we'll see what happens. Your pyro roll? Yeah. Here we go. Nice. I got a six. Nice. And I'll stick up evil so they don't run out of the fire. <laughs> which is a ten. Uh, <laughs> and you aren't leaving the fire. <laughs> can I use... Can I have used my world traveler ability since I'm doing tube and throat singing while still like maintaining snake yeah. control and play? All right. Go for it. How many dice does that give me? An extra one? Uh, it gives you advantage or special. Okay, team. okay, okay. Bigger and better. Uh, what did a 10 get me? Uh, a 10 just gets you. Was it a natural 10? Yeah, for. Uh, six and a four for my um, stink eye. It just gives you an extra d10, uh, d extra die. Extra d10. I like the sound of that one. <laughs> an extra d6. All right. Okay. I got a seven on mine. We got this. So I still have lucky, which gives me advantage on a roll check. Yeah, everything gives you advantage. All right. And the and... first time I do something new. All right, and Tigre, what did you get? Oh, uh, just a regular die six, unless you want to yeah. add something fancy to it. Nope. Four, cuatro. Four. All right. That is a twenty-seven. Nice rolls. I don't remember what that gets you. So that one is. 
No, that's a climax. Height, that's seven times four. You guys have another eight. amazing performance. The crowd mm. is just loving it. You guys now for the best song of all to hit this trilogy. It's like, whoa, wow, yeah. Woo. And so currently they think the fire on the ceiling is part of the show. <laughs> Until shit starts falling down. <laughs> yeah, basically, everyone's like not even concerned about leaving. They're not even like affected by your intimidation. It's more like they're just entranced by you. Um, is this maybe... how you started your cult? <laughs> it is how I started my cult. It was the last time we had a successful show. I got everyone in the crowd to join. <laughs> was africa by tyler <laughs> all right and so we enter in we finish the you're finishing up the second song and you're entering in your climax this is the one you want everyone to remember so oh, uh, feel free to roll roll whatever you need if you want to do a duet if you want to do a solo remember you have to get collectively eight, eight to get a uh, on average eight who has extra die? I have not. I still I have one. die. One. So we have an extra four die. Let's throw them all. And we have the duet and the solo. And I have my lucky trait to re-roll one of mine. And we're Come going on. with the song, We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, and I... Mr. Snow, there, you need to get in on a duet, I think. So, figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I think who has one? Has one die? Both Indoor and I have one extra. Okay. But I have, I still have my lucky good trait where I can re roll a die roll. Okay, so I think I'll go with a duet with uh, Bone Daddy. Yeah. All right. So, the way a duet works. Um, you guys have to either roll a 12 and you both get plus two to your die pool. You get a 10 or 11. You both get to roll one die, one die six. And collectively we'll add that together. This is really a quartet though, because my daddy's got a snake and a rat. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm also pseudo singing while playing. There's a lot, Bone Daddy is a complicated man. This is what he lives for. All right, Um. so. I get my my two standard dice, yeah. It's just one die. So okay. One die on this. Both of you get one. So one die, and then I have my extra die. So as a nine, at five. Nine five. All right, that is enough. You get, uh, you both get a, the highest one. You both get um an extra die to your pool in between both of you, and so. Uh, with that, you guys are jamming out to your final song, which was what again? We didn't, we didn't start, start the fire. Start the fire by Billy Joe. It's, it's amazing. You it's guys true. have the sweet bass boom, 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 sound, and then the with the with the piano, and you guys are going at it. Just compliment. It's like a it's like a duel off. You know, it's like you're playing Bone Daddy, then the piano goes, and you just like both are going until you're playing together. And then everyone comes in and starts playing. We didn't start the fire. We didn't um, start the fire. All together. And now do me a favor and start rolling to your final scores. Okay. 10. 
The great wheel once again fixes yeah. itself. I'm gonna use my lucky thing and re-roll the die because it was terrible. Okay, uh, that's better. And my spare one. Two d six. Uh, one d six. Unless you're adding. Plus your extras, so okay. you get to roll three. Yeah. And I got a total of eight with my extra one. Ooh. Uh, I got original five plus seven extra, so eleven. No, 12. 5 and 7 is 12. I, I just said it. 12. I, I got 10 with 3 <laughs> on 3 dice. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. And Bone Daddy? I got 10 on 2 dice. All right. So that's 20. That's 20. I'm so listening to our final song right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so as you guys enter this area, the fire is starting to lick up onto the roof. It's starting to catch on fire. The drapes up there are starting to go. It's starting to go all around the entire area. All the banners are going up. Um, it's very uh, cinematic. It's very um, Phantom of the Opera when it starts all coming <laughs> on the fire. Yes. Uh, people are... You hear people in the back start to like scream and not from like, oh yeah, that's so good. This is the best performance we've seen in such a long time. Not since you guys performed the last time. You guys are all just going crazy. It's like, ah, woo. And as all of this is happening, everything's licking up. A car goes in the background <laughs> as the gunpowder finally gets to it and explodes. There's shrapnel coming over behind you guys. Oh, yes, the shrapnel. Um, it hits a lot of things around you. Uh, a lot of it gets stuck on the walls, but some of it definitely goes out flinging into the crowd. If there's a decent piece of shrapnel, I want to walk and climb up on top of it and continue playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, it's meant to happen. <laughs> like a door stuck in the yeah, stage. Yeah, just walk and stand on it. <laughs> It's not, With even the microphone. it's not even so much the car that falls. It's something it's something from the band. It's like the catwalk that it hit on. Oh my god, yes. And it falls and it like is hinging very precariously, <laughs> hanging there and onto the onto the stage. And you start walking up with Reginald as you as you're singing this piece. And uh Bone Daddy, you the rat's kind of freaking the fuck out. As <laughs> you would imagine. He's scratching the shit out of my head, I know. <laughs> yeah. It is <laughs> freaking out somehow you're still able to maneuver through it somehow it's ratatouing your way through this uh t gray you are just kind of thinking about everything that you've ever done in your life and why you decided to do this again <laughs> you're like why is the wheel doing this to me it's I know. all regret <laughs> and uh and mr snow you're just what do you how are you reacting mr snow to all of this Fuck it. Is this is usual for us. Yeah, this, is, this is like your dream. You're seeing all this fire all over the place, and you're uh, like, I've only seen this in my dreams. I can only imagine such a large room full of so much fire, and it's just a can, can I? I substituted like the normal gunpowder for uh, natural glycerin. The four to three ratio? Thermite? <laughs> no, I think bromine? Bromine, bromine turns yeah. it blue? Sure. Uh, because oh, yeah, you didn't want the orange to red because I replace it so that instead of like you know the red fire red orange fire it's blue green because you remember it it's, it's Tuesday stuff. yeah it's basic bitch stuff you don't do red and orange it's especially on a Tuesday with Doug exactly so you just start everything starts going up it's all blue people think it's part of the show until it actually starts burning as actual fire and falling down 
uh, things start falling apart inside. Luckily, most of this place is metal, or very unluckily, because everything just starts getting a little bit hot. But you guys are finishing up. The front of the crowd doesn't even notice what else is happening, really, because they're just all freaking out, because this is the best thing you've ever heard. And everyone's just like, Doug, 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 carbon dioxide, oxygen, you know, goodbye, <laughs> carbon dioxide, hello. Um, and you guys are just giving away, like, it's just like the, um, the guy in Mad Max who's the guitar dude on fire. <laughs> it starts becoming a little bit of that. Your bass catches a little bit on fire there, Bone Daddy. Do for you. Your, uh, your hat starts catching on fire as you're going up Reginald, uh, but you don't care. You're singing your heart out. And uh, as you guys keep going, you finish up the catwalk. Uh, falls off from where you are, Reginald. I want you to do uh, 2d6 just to see what happens. Brain plays immediately. That is a 10. Advantage. She that is a 10. <laughs> oh my god. And a 3. <laughs> a 3. You you, uh, the catwalk falls and it falls on a ton of people and you fall with <laughs> it. And, and uh, you fall on some people are, you know, obviously perturbed by the fact that they were just crushed by a catwalk, but Please the other tamed. ones are like, are like trying to mosh pit you. It's not really working because some people are freaking out and stuff, but there's like one person, you're light enough. The other person's just like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, everyone like else. Is and uh, you guys finish up your set and Reginald being mosh pitted by one person and you look up and it's just like a bunch of fire all over the place, blue fire, things falling, people now screaming, realizing what's happening. If not from the catwalk, the fire all over the place. It's really a beautiful sight if you weren't inside in, in a death trap. <laughs> Do we have a way out? Because we did not think this far. No! <laughs> we did not have a way out. Fucking run! Billy? Run! Billy! <laughs> Just people running. Billy's gone. Ooh. And people have run. Uh, people are out of there. Anyone who's in, it's a very slow process. And uh, with that, I uh, would have would have won if uh, you weren't all going to be in trouble for what just happened. <laughs> we are and all we're going to jail. Did they, did, they not, did they not hear the lyrics of our last song? <laughs> uh, uh, and the fact it since the wheels been turning, which is which is bone dead. I think you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for the bromine and purposeful blue fire all over the place. Okay, it was okay. supposed but to be you, controlled, hold, but something yeah. Hold up, hold up. So if, if, if our court hearing takes place on a different day, can I <laughs> use my snake charmer ability? <laughs> you can certainly try on that okay. day. Uh, and I'll stink eye with lucky. But, but as of right <laughs> now, I think we're getting arrested for probably you know like a bunch of manslaughter charges <laughs> spells arson and you know the good stuff it's a whole bunch of stuff but you definitely would have won if you know all that other stuff it was all billy it was all billy. billy i'd like to make a deal with uh whoever it <laughs> is i, I oh have God. some information that you might want to see <laughs> oh my gosh and you totally saw the name on the front of so the chest was like a rev a Ranbeer Vald or something like that and you're like you, are you know exactly who it is? I know exactly who did it. It is this person here. I dropped the book in front of them. <laughs> and with that, that is the end of, uh, of Band Battles and Doug. Not Doug. Performance. So
It's not the end of not Doug. We had our prison performance <laughs> We have the Johnny Cash <laughs> prison tour coming up. We have our community I, service tour. <laughs> I like to think Tim took all of our money and started this band battles and we have just destroyed his high tech stadium. <laughs> that helps me sleep at night that it's all Tim's shit we destroyed. We oh, we zoom God. out on um, this absolute train wreck of you guys realizing you don't really have a way out. Um, we zoom out of this and then we see uh, another picture of Tim now somewhere in like the Caribbean, just chilling there with a Mai Tai, getting a tan, just like beautiful people around him. He's just living his best life right now. If we aren't getting out of life, we're the band. We have to keep playing. So let's replay song number three. And oh, we didn't stop. It's all right. This is a Titanic situation. We're going down <laughs> with this ship. We'll go uh, back to the start of our set. A, a notification comes up on my phone that says, you know, it's like a, a like a people article or something that EDM is being replaced by K-pop. <laughs> my stocks all my all my money is gone you want to know who's the producer behind the k-pop boom Mm -hmm. fucking tim (laughs) he is he was the first backer of bts he was like that's why he's living his best life right now yeah yeah he he backed the k-pop he took our money (laughs) (laughs) that's where it's at all righty i think that is it for this game but pb thank you Thank, Thank you so baby. much for letting us go back and uh, get back to our old bullshit uh, and band battles. And this was RJ uh, for joining. What amazing. This is fan. Setting the roof on fire and getting us all killed slash arrested. <laughs> we got only a little arrested. There's a plea bargain. <laughs> we could be killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can pull a Juan Gabriel apparently and just fake your own death. Just die in the fire. Not Doug. I tattooed not, my not face, Doug. so I'm kind of in a stickler. But you guys should be fine. Um, not not Doug. But we had a donor during the stream. So JD lady, thank Jay. you for donating to the extra life stream. Graybeard, if you want to do, if you want to do the notification ding. All right, Jade lady, just for you. Yeah, we did it. Thank you. Uh, no problem. So we are going to take a quick, uh, a quick little break, and then we are going to come back, and then we, I am going to be DMing once again from 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as we go through the streets of Ravnica, a setting Ravnica. I am very oh, excited for. I am very, very, very excited for, but. That is it for me, PB. Do you uh, when when can we expect this on DMs Guild? When can we expect to find if it's an e- if it's ETA question 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 for more playtesting? We will gladly continue to be your playtesters. <laughs> we I, this will definitely probably at the beginning sometime next year. Okay, right around January February, you can expect it on the Woo! DMs Guild for your fun. I am. What a way to start down. the new year off. So we will see you guys very shortly, but until then, don't go anywhere. And thank you for all of your support in helping uh, make a difference for these kids. All right, everybody, we will see you soon.